Listen to WGN Radio's newest podcast, Behind the Badge, Illinois, hosted by David Hochberg. Behind the Badge, Illinois, views current events through the eyes of Illinois law enforcement leaders. Tune in. Visit WGNRadio.com slash Behind the Badge. Good morning, Chicago. Take out the papers and the trash. It's 6 a.m. and you're tuned in to Lou Manfredini. Hi, Lisa. You're on House Merch Radio. Lou's taking your calls live all morning long. Mike in South Bend, right? Is this Mike? Mike, 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 Mike. Good Mike, morning, Mike. Lou. Hi, Mike. And also focusing this morning's show on spring cleaning. So time to get to work. And time now for your host, Lou Manfredini and House Smart Radio. Don't go back. Take out the papers and the trash. <laughs> Are you don't get no well, we're going to talk more than spring cleaning. I just like the Yakety Yak song. You ain't going to rock and roll no more. Don't go back. Good morning. House Smarts Radio with me, Lou Manfredini. 857-557-4. Lou is our phone number. 857-557-4568. Good morning to Lindsay. Good morning to Andy. Good morning to Don. How's everybody doing? Good. Morning. Good, very well. Good morning. Good morning. Um, I, I had a, uh, I had an epiphany yesterday, and um, you know, you, you you reach that point in your life where you're, I don't know, just something presents itself in front of you, and you're like, "That's what I'm gonna do." Have you ever had that? Yes. Still waiting. Yeah, I'm waiting too. Still. <laughs> <laughs> so, we are down in Florida. I'm coming to you from Florida today because we, a group of friends of ours get together a couple times a year. It's five couples. We rented a house on Amelia Island in Florida. Anybody been down here on no. Amelia Island? No, not familiar. Beautiful. I highly recommend it. So uh, we rented this house, cute little house. Um, it's got a little pool. And uh, we're having a lovely time with these dear friends of ours. We've been friends for almost 40 years. And... Uh, the dishwasher doesn't work, right? Mm. And um, and uh, so I go, I'm like, good. I mean, Mr. Fix-It, right? I can fix the dishwasher. And I go to grab, open up the thing, and the, the rack just comes out in my hand. Okay. Oh, gosh. And it's a very nice house, you know, like newly built and everything. And it's not even connected to, like, the rollers. It's There's parts missing from the the whole... I, nobody could use the dishwasher, oh, right? Man. It was nice and clean when we got here. And so I go, let's just not even use the dishwasher. We'll just wash the dishes by hand, right? And my wife, Mary Beth, says, well, we should at least call the place so they don't think we broke the dishwasher. Oh, so yeah. Felix, True. the handyman, shows up, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm like, Felix, you're the handyman? Oh, yeah. I work for this company. We do, like, all these rental houses up and down... Um, you know, Amelia Island, and he goes, you know, I, I don't know, this, he, he told me there's like it's 100 houses or something, and I come in, you know, if there's a clogged toilet or a doorknob that doesn't work, and I do all this fixing, and you know, I'm in and out, in and out, and so um, there was a, uh, uh, there was a little snafu with our rental, and the person that was doing it, like, felt so badly, he's like, I feel so badly, can I, can I do anything for you, you know, to, to make it up to you, and can I have some champagne or wine waiting for you? And Mary Beth got, no, nah, they're mostly beer drinkers. 
Well, we came here and it was like we were opening up a liquor store. There was so much beer. Here, right? I mean, <laughs> cases of. I mean, it was unbelievable. And uh, <laughs> Mary Beth said, "How about you just send some Modelo?" And it was literally like a Modelo truck pulled up, and the guy just unloaded it. Oh my so, gosh. We had this more beer than anybody could drink. It's unbelievable, right? Like even college kids probably couldn't get it done, right? So what was the snafu is what I want to know. <laughs> oh, well, I'll tell you off the air. <laughs> okay. It's not good. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> it's a big snafu. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so anyway, so Felix goes, he goes, I can't fix this dishwasher. It's missing parts. I'm like, yeah, I knew that. But anyway. <laughs> Uh, he was real, real nice guy. He's from Nicaragua. Of course, I'm asking him a thousand questions because I want to know, right? And he's got a cool truck, and he's just going around. And I'm going, "Hey, Felix, do you drink beer?" And he goes, "Yeah." And I hand him a case of Modelo, and he goes, "I love my job. That's what I'm going <laughs> to do when I retire." <laughs> yeah, heck yeah. I mean, think about it, right? Yeah, just walk he, in. He, was, he, he came and didn't even do anything, and I gave him a case of beer. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Yeah, That's I can't you order the parts. You could be Mr. I can't fix it. Yeah, and just <laughs> right. get some beer. <laughs> right. You know, I'm going to need to order the parts, but I'll be back. And then somebody <laughs> will say, hey, Lou, you want to, you know. And I just like the name Felix. Yeah. Right? That's, that's a, a cool good one. name. Mm-hmm. Great name. Classic. That's a good baby name. It's a good baby name. Put that on the list, Don. <laughs> yeah. All right. I'll, I'll like that. I'll let Gretchen Felix. know. And so that'll be right, considered. Yeah, right. Felix is a good one. I'll let you know. Yeah. Okay. I won't hold my breath. <laughs> and uh, and I know I'm a week late, but uh, did we all watch the Super Bowl? Did we enjoy oh, yeah. the Super Bowl? Oh, totally. Yeah, that was fun. Enjoy the uh, fourth quarter in overtime. The first three quarters were <sighs> kind of snoozers, oh, right? Yeah. The first, Big yeah, time. right. Big snooze. And uh, do we have a favorite commercial from the uh, from the Super Bowl, Lindsay? No? No. I liked really. the... the Ben Affleck one, the Dunkin' Donut one was cute. It was funny. Yeah, that was good. The I Beyonce. Love... Did you love yeah. Beyonce, Lou? You love the Beyonce one. <laughs> I do love Beyonce. She's great. But she could be in anything, and I would love that. Yeah. She did, yeah. True. She's, the, she's yeah. the queen. I like the yours? Paramount Plus. The, Dunkin', the, best, the best line from the Dunkin' Donuts one was the Matt Damon line. Remember when I told you I'd do anything for you? Yeah. This is anything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was great. I liked the Paramount Plus promo with like Patrick Stewart, you know, and uh, the you know, he's like throwing that Arthur cartoon over the over the mountain thing. Like that was just really absurd. Oh yeah. Oh, oh I yeah. got to look at that. I yeah. missed that. Yeah, one. it was it was yeah. it's a long one, but like man, it was just so absurd. I found myself cracking up. <laughs> Right. You know, uh, a few weeks ago, I was yelling at State Farm because they were spending too much of our money. You know, uh-huh. State Farm people. And oh, they've yeah. got all these They've got all these celebrities now doing all these things. I'm totally forgiven them because I thought the Arnold Schwarzenegger thing was uh, hilarious. The chop neighbor, off. A neighbor. Oh, my God. Yeah. This lady's was, in labor. Yeah, that was really funny. <laughs> it's a winner of and the Super Bowl. If you have not seen it yet, you oh, need yeah. to go to YouTube. And then there's even like, a, uh, you know, then they have extended versions of it, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. And uh, oh, remix. my God. It, and I, I, of course, then I went down this rabbit hole and uh, they're interviewing Arnold Schwarzenegger about the whole thing. Right. And he goes, when I first came to this country and I, you know, and I decided I wanted to be a hero, which if you haven't watched the Arnold Schwarzenegger um, documentary, it's pretty good. I think it's on Netflix, just kind of telling his story. But he goes, they said you'll never be an actor because of your accent. And he goes, now look, it's an ac- it's a it's an asset. Yeah, you know? it was really right. It's so funny. totally. Yeah, I like the uh, I'm here. I like the Go Christopher ahead. Walken one uh, commercial for oh, BMW so when everybody's doing is funny doing the imitation of him. Right, that was funny. 
this table good for you? Yeah. <laughs> this car is good oh. for you. <laughs> uh, well, and uh, and then on a, on a some more somber note, uh, my heart goes out to uh, the the folks in Kansas City mm. and what happened there because I just can't even imagine. Yeah, you're there just being so happy for your team and just so senseless and awful and uh uh it just what a damper it brought uh, one of our one of our friends that's here with us is from missouri and uh thankfully they were not at the at that parade I, I, that that place where it occurred mm-hmm. uh one of my friends who were here his son was married in that union hall oh, that's wow. like a big beautiful i mean so I know exactly. I've been in that building. It's like this unbelievably beautiful building, and uh, it's just so so sad. So I don't know. If you're somebody that prays, that's definitely something that you need to pray about. Uh, all right. Well, we got more coming up. Lots coming up uh, here on House Smarts Radio. Our phone number is eight five seven five five seven four Lou eight five seven five five seven four five six eight is our phone number. Um, let's do this. We will uh, take a quick break. And we'll be back right after this. The screen door slams. Mary's dress sweet. You're listening to Lou Manfredini. Like a vision, she dances across the porch as the radio plays. He's ready to take your calls. I'm your guy. What can I do for you? I'm right here. Let me dust myself off. And help you with your house. I'm chewing on some beef jerky and I got a screwdriver in my back pocket. How can I help you? Now back to the man of the hour. Oh, Lou, you are the man. <laughs> Lou Manfredini and House Smarts Radio. Hey, what else can we Welcome back. 857 557 Lou. 857 557 This is uh, Karen in Freeport. Hey, Karen, you're on House Arts Radio. Good morning. Good morning. How may I help you? So I'm calling. My daughter actually lives on Damon Avenue in Chicago, okay. and she lives in a third. She lives in a third floor condo, and the, she has a large arch top shaped window that they've been trying to get somebody to give them an estimate to get it replaced because it's actually leaking now, and they want to get it replaced. Um, any suggestions on a place that will? Uh, deal with something like that. I mean, they're facing Damon Avenue, so it would be some sort of a lift thing, you know. It's, but I'm sure this is not unusual for Chicago. So, any suggestions on who to call for replacement windows? Somebody that would call them back, you know. Is she in a building? Is there are there any kind of restrictions as to what kind of well, windows she can put in? Well. Um, she is in the condo association. I Got mean, it. it's what is it called when you? It, yeah. Yeah, I don't know because some buildings. Uh, and let me ask you this: so she's facing Damon Avenue, and she's on what floor? Third. Okay. Now, um, many times they can do this work from the inside of the building and not need a lift. They they will have to do some sort of blocking off of the sidewalk type of thing. But they may get away with okay. ha- having to do it all from the inside. Um, okay. Sometimes buildings have restrictions where 
you know, there's like only certain manufacturers of windows you can use. And so you just have to make sure that there's no restriction. That That's more common. I've, I've heard of that being more common, like along Lakeshore Drive in Chicago, you know, some of those classic old buildings there, they, you know, can only use Marvin windows or, you know, they, cause they want some consistency in how the building looks, but we, yep, yep, you know, yes. And I'm sure you're sure there's something like that. I'm yeah. sure there is. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. um, I'm going to give you two companies. There is a, um, okay. there is a, uh, of course, Gilkey, who I work with, I work for as a spokesperson, um, and their sponsor here on the show, but they make both a fiberglass and vinyl window and could create that arch top window, you know, if you needed it. And so I would contact them eight, 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 the number three Gilkey and, um, Gilkey. Right. Okay. G-I-L-K-E? G-I-L-K-E-Y. Okay. And, okay, um, <clears throat> and the other is, um, he's actually a, a friend of mine, um, Marty Garrity, and his company is Windows, and it's spelled W-Y-N-D-O-W-S. Okay. And if you Google that, you should be able to find it. His He's a, a union shop, and they do a lot of these big buildings and have a lot of experience of what it takes to work in buildings like that. Um, okay. You know, I mean, tell your daughter, it's your daughter, you said? Yeah. You know, yeah. A, si- a situation like that, that's going to be a very expensive window. Yeah. You know, I just, think just be, she's aware. Yeah, yeah, just because of the labor and, uh, you know, that's involved in the, and the safety that's involved in, in doing a window up high like that to protect people underneath it. So, you know, I mean, it, it literally could be like maybe we don't take a vacation this year type of window. But exactly. Yeah. Or maybe one of her bonuses. Right? <laughs> or, or maybe no. one of her bonuses or yeah. say. Mom, I love you. Is there any way you could help me? Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But yeah. she keeps saying my husband's not getting around. Is not is dragging his feet. I'm like, all right. And now she's newly pregnant, so we want to, right. you know, the leakage. We're a little worried about the mold, and sure. so we're right. like, I'm like, you know what? We listen to your radio all the time, even around here and on our way in. And I thought I'm calling tomorrow, and I'm going to find out about her if. He has suggestions on who to call and maybe right. they haven't tried either place. Right. Have him try okay. it and see awesome. and, and then and see how that works. I'm sure he loves that his mother in law is getting involved in this. He's a good son in law. Yes. He's a good egg. He he won't mind and I, I might not well, I'll tell him. I'm always honest with him. Guess what I did? You were on the radio. Right, right. That's why I did it at six AM. Right. They aren't up. They're not they're right, right. Well, pretty soon when you have that is that your first grandchild coming? Yes. Yeah, yes. well, they'll be up soon. They'll be listening early. We should Lindsay, we should really that's really our, our thing is that we should really work on all the new parents with young babies. Because they're up, and we got to, like, tailor ourselves to that, like walking around and, you know, maybe there's something about my voice that can keep the babies from screaming. Or maybe the babies continue to scream. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Karen, well, good luck, okay? And uh, the only other other thing I'm going to tell you, just to be prepared, the lead times for Windows are very long. So don't, don't delay. Um, I mean, it, you know, it could be okay. it could be 14 weeks if you ordered today before you saw a window, and you know, with a baby coming, yeah. you got to giddy up. 
Exactly. Yeah. Well, they've been talking about this window for two years. So since they bought the house, Got bought it. the condo, and I'm like, you know what? I'm tired of listening to them. So it's like I'm going to help, whether they want me to or not. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you have a good rest of your day. Thank you, Lou. Bye. It is six thirty in the morning. We need to head into the WGN Radio newsroom and check in with Don Kleppen. Lou Manfredini's taking your calls live. This is Beth in Roselle. Hey, Beth, good morning. All morning till 10. Hi, Lou. My husband wants to try to tackle painting our kitchen cabinets, and I just want your advice. Are there products that are easy for him to do this? And he's given all sorts of advice. Okay, it's a fair amount of work, Yeah, but it looks really nice. And if your husband pulls this off and does a really good job, you'll be married to him for the rest of your life. And you can take that advice or leave it. That's up to you. Oh, please. I, I think right there I'm not going to let him do it. Then. <laughs> now back to Lou Manfredini <laughs> and House Smarts Radio. Can one guy be? I kissed her and she kissed me like the fella once said. Yep. Ain't that a kick in the head? You just never know. Welcome back. The room was That's funny. Eight five seven five five seven four Lou. Eight five seven five five seven four five six eight. Ain't that a hole in the bowl? My head keeps. You know, on Friday mornings, uh, I appear on WGN TV at six forty in the morning, giving some tips with the lovely and talented Robin Baumgarten, and. Um, I was thinking, you know, it's kind of a funny time of year because, uh, you know, the weather, it's warm one day, it's cold one day, and you know, can't put grass seed down just yet. You know, none of that can do that. So um, I came up with some ideas of things that you could do, you know, if you're like dying to do something around your house. Now, certainly you can get organized. Remember, uh, we all have too much stuff, so you can certainly put together um a uh, uh, a bunch of donations to go to Goodwill or other places like that. You can take a look in your basement of uh, I, there's a funny progressive commercial uh, about the guy going, I'm saving this crown molding if I ever need it, right? He's holding the crown molding like you're never going to need it. So, you know, if you have extra building materials, there's tons of places like Habitat Restore. Um, there's a company that we've talked about on the air before called Rebuilding Exchange. There's a couple of those. They'll take, you know, you got to call them in advance, but, you know, a door. Maybe you've got an old toilet sitting in there like, I'm going to save that toilet in case, you know, I don't know. Why are you saving that toilet? You don't need that toilet. And somebody else could use it. Um, So do that for sure. But then the one thing that I want you to uh, really think about doing is cleaning your dryer vent. And think about all winter long, you've been cleaning stuff like crazy and we hear about these dryer vent fires all the time. And this is really something that's pretty easy to do. You know, even if you have a gas dryer, they sell these kits at the hardware store that's like a flexible um, brush. And the brush will fit inside the four-inch line, and it's like a plastic rod. If you unplug your dryer, and then uh, if it's a gas dryer, turn the gas off, pull it away from the wall, disconnect that hose most of the lint that's in your dryer is right where that hose connects to the back of the um the dryer and then the other part of it is the vent outside where you can use that brush it's a good idea to wear some gloves because there's some sharp edges there when you do that and suck all that stuff out of there two things 
way safer for you. It should be done at the bare minimum once a year, if not twice a year. Um, really, twice a year would be better. But your dryer is going to work so much better. It's going to dry the clothes better without having um, you know, all this extra lint in there to push through there. And it makes a world of difference. will prolong the life of your dryer. You'll use less energy to dry the clothes. And it is super simple to do. You don't have to go buy the brush if you don't want it. You can literally, with your gloves, reach in there and uh, pull out the lint if you want. And, um, and th- you know, it'll work that way for sure. But it's a good project to do uh, this time of year. 857-557-4LOO. 857-557-4568 is our phone number. So that's uh, definitely one that you can do. Uh, this year and uh, when you're done with that and you feel so good what you do is you go to wgnradio.com uh, and you sign up for the slap shots and slots vegas hockey fan giveaway uh, you will fly away to vegas this april it's coming up we're going to fly you and a guest to las vegas for a three-night stay at circa resort and casino in downtown las vegas april 14th through the 17th a lot of people are signing up for this because it's an amazing deal because all you have to do is sign up and you'll win You'll get limo transportation to and from the Las Vegas airport. And on April 16th, you're going to watch uh, our own uh, Chicago team versus the Golden Knights game from a suite at T-Mobile Arena with transportation to and from the game. Enter to win today at WGNRadio.com slash Vegas. That's WGNRadio.com slash Vegas. You must be 21 years or older to enter and win. Rules and registration are at WGNRadio.com slash Vegas. You have until March 3rd to enter. Don't delay. Visit WGNRadio.com Vegas slash Vegas. The sweepstakes end March 3rd at 11.59 p.m. Central Time. And it's all sponsored by Circa Resort and Casino. That's a really good deal. 857-557-4LU, 857-557-4568 is the phone number. All right, a couple other projects to think about doing uh, this time of year. It is, I get this question quite a bit about draining the water heater. Like, is that something I should be doing, you know, if you have a tank water heater? I know a lot of you are making the transition to on-demand tankless units, which I think are super smart. But um, if you still have a tank unit, This is kind of my two cents about the whole thing. If the unit is less than like two years old, like I had it in there two years ago, you know, I haven't done anything since, then you go ahead and drain it. Maybe even three years. I'll give you three years, okay? But if it's like five plus years and you've never drained it before, I don't know that you're going to get a whole heck of a lot out of it because that calcification, you know, we do in the Chicagoland area have pretty hard water. And um, so... That is, which I can feel when I wash my hair. And uh, so um, you, it calcifies and gets really hard at the bottom of the tank. And so, you know, you shut the water off to the tank. If it, if it, you know, it's a, a gas water heater, <clears throat> you can uh, turn it down to vacation. You, you really don't have to because you don't, when you, when you hear about draining the water tank, you don't need to drain it. You need to take out about like two or three gallons. There is that uh, valve at the bottom, put a garden hose on there or a, a bucket. Remember, it's hot water. 
And um, with the water supply off to the water heater, you turn this on and it'll dribble out a little bit. But there's also this pressure relief valve. You know, the thing on the side with the pipe that comes down. If you flip that pin, now there's always the risk that that can get stuck. So you may have to jiggle it to get it to go back in. But you, you allow some air to come in at the top after you turn the valve off, or excuse me, turn the valve on at the bottom for a little bit. And just take about two, three gallons out of there. And then look at the water and see what you get. You know, you, you'll see some sediment coming out. And once it starts to come out clear, turn that valve off, flip that little um, pressure relief valve off, and then turn the water back on to fill it back up. It's, it's a great way to promote the uh, length of time that the water heater is going to live. You know, the average life of a water heater is about 10 years. Uh, in the in the United States, which sounds crazy. I know many of you have them forever, and you're like, he's nuts. Mine's 20 years old. It works great. God bless you. You are beating the curve, and you know it's it's that's good for you. But doing a little bit of maintenance like that will um, will help. Most modern water heaters now sit up on a little uh, like a little platform, and there is actually a screen around the bottom that is the air intake for the flame to um to heat the water and so it's a good idea to take if you have like a swiffer or even a broom and on the bottom wipe and clean that filter because that gets clogged and it doesn't have enough air combustion air to um you know get the flame as clean burning as possible now it's a vented unit that's all good but that can be you know especially in a, a basement setting where it gets a little dirty and dusty can be a really good um, little quick uh, tip to kind of just help it run a, a, as well as possible. Again, these are projects that you can do now because it's not quite, you're not quite ready to go out and do stuff outside. You know, I would love to clean my windows, but it's still a little cold and, you know, I want to wait for spring and, you know, there's still going to be some rain and sleet and dirt flying through the air and that'd be a good thing to wait a little bit on. So, uh, you know, that's... Uh, another project that you can do this time of year kind of get a few things done along with you know thinning out all the stuff that you have and doing a couple things that uh, you want to do around the house all right I've got some other ideas uh, coming up our phone number is 857-557-4LU 857-557-4568 we will take a quick break and we'll be back right after this I was a very young married man at the time when I threw out the fine. Yeah, you look fine. You are listening to Lou Manfredini. And it was like in passing. Like it was, we were going somewhere, like out to dinner. How do I look? Oh, you look fine. Like, let's go. And House Smarts Radio. I can remember. As I turned, it was like I hit a force field. It was like, and it like pulled me back. Lou's taking your calls. I, I saw the look on her face. And it took me a second to realize, well, what, 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 what did I say? What did I say? <laughs> and offering possibly life-saving advice on more than just home improvement. Like the only time you use fine is like, what kind of sandpaper should I use? Fine. <laughs> That's the only time I should use that word. <laughs> now back to Lou Manfredini, doing just fine, right here on House Smarts Radio. Yeah, closer I am. 857-557-4568 is our phone number. How can I help you this morning? We had a nice time at the uh, auto show last week in the Chevy booth. I know a lot of people are attending the uh, auto show now. I think it goes through this weekend. So, um, you know, if you haven't had a chance or are looking for something to do, it's uh, not a bad way to 
spend a day and uh, kind of look around at all the new cars. A lot of fun. Um, I mentioned we were. I, I want Chevy to get going on that electric truck that I was sitting next to. It was really, really nice, uh, but it's not quite ready yet. And it's just like they're teasing me because it's just sitting there, beautiful, and you can fit inside of it. And, uh, you know, it's roomy and it's got all these great features. And so I suppose, you know, that's part of their plan, right? To you get that. That's the whole idea of the auto show. What do people think about all this stuff? But, uh, yeah, there was a bunch of cool cars and displays and. Um, if you're looking for something to do with the family, it's not a bad way to go. 857-557-4LOU. 857-557-4568 is our phone number. Uh, let's go to the phone lines here. This is Bill in Wheeling. Hey, Bill, good morning. Oh, thanks for taking my call, Lou. I have a question. We were looking at new dryers, and there's a brand called Neely. It's German. Mm-hmm. And it uses reverse cycle air conditioning. I guess it's the best way to say it to dry the clothes. And do you know anything about those? And are they any good? Well, I don't know anything about their new dryers, but I do know a lot about Miele. Uh They make really well-designed, durable appliances. And so um, I have used Miele dishwashers for probably 20 years. And when you talk to um, the the maintenance people that go out on, um, you know, that go out to fix appliances and you ask them what's the lowest call that they get, and that's one of the manufacturers. I just bought one of those. A dishwasher? Yes. And now we're looking at the clothes system, you know, because yeah. they're getting old. I my dryer is uh, 25 years old. Wow. Yeah, no, I, I, I am not familiar with that unit per se, but I, on a, on a personal level, I would not have a problem at all uh, buying anything with the Miele name on it because I think they do a really nice job. Okay. Thanks a lot for your help. I appreciate it. You got it, Bill. Appreciate you calling this morning. 857-557-4LOU. This is Joyce in... Kickatoo, Illinois. Where's Kickatoo, Illinois, Joyce? Kickapoo. Kickapoo. Um, well, I'm about, sorry. <laughs> she, it's about 15 miles northwest of Peoria, Illinois. Oh, yeah. I've heard of Kickapoo, but Lindsay wrote Kickatoo, and so yeah. she missed it by that much. Oh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> How can I help you? Well... Um, we have a propane furnace with a whole house humidifier on it that runs when the furnace runs. Okay. The, the kicker on this is we also have a wood burning boiler that has a heat exchange in the furnace and that whole house humidifier never runs. So I was wondering if there's some way to wire that. So the humidifier would run um, all the time because the house has less than fifteen percent humidity in it all winter. Now you you have a um, you have a dial to um, you have a dial to run like to set the settings right. In other words, you can set it to twenty percent or thirty percent with a dial. 
you have a humidistat? Um, it's it's in the thermostat for the furnace. We have one of those smart thermostats. Got it. And you, I think you can set it there. But you said that that thermostat runs the furnace, and then the the other heater is independent and runs more often than the propane furnace, right? Yes, the propane furnace never comes on in the winter unless it gets below a certain temperature in Got the it. house, you know. So you but but the problem is the you okay, so the problem is the the short question is yes, you can run it, but you're going to have to turn so it has to be wired so that the thermostat turns on the blower of the furnace so that the whole house humidifier moves that air around, okay? So the propane, the, uh-huh. the, the burners won't kick on, but it will do that. And an, uh, an HVAC contractor can set that up, although you may need... No, with the smart thermostat, it should be able to do it so that... The, thir- the humidistat will fire the blower fan. I'm just thinking this through here so that it can be humidified. And then if the temperature drops, it can separately kick on the burner. So it's just a question of how it gets wired, and it is possible. Okay. Well, that's what I needed to know. Um it's so dry, my skin's just yeah, like yeah, yeah. alligator it's, skin. <laughs> it's the worst. It's the worst. Yeah, you, the humidity will make you feel so much more comfortable, and you know, in in the house. And I know we're you know on the on the tail end of winter here, but it can be done. It just needs to be wired separately. They might say they had to put a separate controller, you know, humidistat to do this, which could be possible depending on the smart thermostat, but. I think it should be able to be done with the entire smart thermostat that you have. Joyce, thanks so much for your phone call. Hey, the news is next from the Northwestern Medicine Newsroom. Don't go away. We'll be right back. Up in the morning and out to school. Time now for our word of the day. I don't understand. Some of the words are a little too sophisticated for you. It doesn't make any sense. It might be paradoxical on a home improvement show. Well, of course it does. It's smart. I used a thesaurus. On every word? Yep. But we like to teach you a thing or two. They are warm, nice people with big hearts. And that became their humid, prepossessing homo sapiens with full-sized aortic pumps. Now back to Lou on House Smarts Radio. Up in the morning and out to We've been playing this rejoin for over a year, and it still makes me giggle when I listen to it. American history and practical man. Welcome back. House Smarts Radio. Our phone number is 857-557-4LOU. 857 857- Five five seven four five six eight. Time for our word of the day. I'm actually wearing my word of the day T-shirt, which uh, uh, I mean I don't want to put a lot of pressure on Lindsay, but she is still planning to get those T-shirts out to the whole House Smarts crew. Ooh. No, I'm not. <laughs> Can I request eudaimonia on mine? You just want you. It is on in there. Yeah. Eudaimonia okay. is nice. on the shirt, okay. which is good. So right. we just need that cricket to get working again yeah. out there in Arizona. Yeah. Come on, get her on that job. Let's the go. Words bigger, the bigger words. <laughs> right, the teeny we need tiny bigger words. T- maybe, maybe it should be a maybe instead of a t-shirt, it should be a robe <laughs> or oh. or a blanket. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah. 
a quilt. No pressure. Quilt. No pressure. It's just Don oh, okay. and Andy were. Uh, yeah, I would take a. Um, I'd take a handkerchief too. A hanky. Yeah. Something Those, small. Then the words would be even smaller. Yeah. Baseball hat. <laughs> totally. <laughs> Right. Yep. Uh, all right. Well, this word of the day, Don uh, and Andy, is uh, it's a noun. I love this word. It could also be a name. The word is felicity. Ooh, that is a, a name. quality or state of being happy, intense happiness. When she fixed the toilet herself, she had a look of felicity on her face. <laughs> What a fitting example. That is good. Right? Um, I like it. It is Felicity. that's a beautiful name, Felicity. Felicity. Is, that's I a Yeah. Never knew that that's what it meant. Me neither. That's a good one. Yeah. It's a good one. So, uh it's uh for those of you listening and for Don and Andy and Lindsay, Felicity's your word. Do I get credit for reading the sentence that you wrote cuz I I just used it? No. I got to use it myself, right? Felicity. Right. No pre-provided I love that the name, that it means happiness, right? That's yeah. such a... Yeah. Right. So now the next Felicity that you meet, you're going to say, hey, I love yeah. your name. Do you know what it means? Have you I'm ever sure met there. anyone named Felicity? No. Isn't there an actress? No. Felicity no. Uh, Huffman. There's an actress. Yeah. She went to jail. Yeah. That's she right. Was uh, the college scandal. <laughs> I remember. She's yeah. married she to was William not H. Macy, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah, that's right. right. Okay. That's there right. There's this show, Felicity, with Carrie Russell. Oh, that's right. Yeah, right. Ooh, right, another definition really here, the ability to find appropriate expression for one's thoughts. Oh, so intense. In, Don, in, one in, up and Don Cleppin, the in, one upper. <laughs> intense oh, look, happiness well, I've good. also found that if you mix this compound with this compound, it makes butter. <laughs> alchemy. <laughs> why, why not? Wordplay and alchemy. Those are my two things, man. <laughs> Wait, what? Keep going. Now, what were you saying, Don? Because Just that the okay, so number one definition is intense happiness, mm -hmm. which is which is great. They use domestic felicity, Lou. You know, for a little plus one for marriage, right there. Right, right, right. But right. Uh, then the second definition is that the ability to find appropriate expression for one's thoughts. So, like word of the day oh. helps people with their felicity potentially. I'm you know? confused. What you're doing right now. Thank you. Yeah, he's already done. Right, you know. <laughs> I'll use it in a newscast. That won't though. be the last. Trust me. I don't care. <laughs> Andy's like, all right, whatever. Show off. Um, uh, did you, has have any of you watched the? Um, <clears throat> I don't want to give a spoiler. Oh. But um, have any of you watched the the little mini series on streaming called Lessons in Chemistry? Oh, yes. uh, no. not yet, but uh, just got that okay. as a screener, actually. I have to. As, a, as an expecting father, there is a moment when one of the characters gives birth Ooh. and has no idea what to name the child. And oh, yeah. the nurse says, well, what are you feeling right now? And how she, this woman is feeling is what she names the daughter. <laughs> oh, and then. Yeah. And then the and I'm not I'm not going to give it away. But then the nurse is like, oh, it, it, like come, it, like is that short for this name? And she's like, no. And <laughs> that's the name of the of her of then daughter, who becomes an integral part of the whole thing. It's very good. Nice. That Brie Larson is a very talented actress. Yeah, yeah. I've heard really yeah. good things about that, so yeah. I'm looking forward yeah. to it. She needs to eat a sandwich. She's a little thin, but she's really <laughs> very good. Right on. <laughs> cool. <laughs> All right, you have your marching orders, uh, gentlemen and ladies. All right. Yes, sir. 857-5574. Lou, 857-5574-568 is our phone number. Let's go back to the phone lines. This is Jay in Mount Prospect. Hey, Jay, good morning. 
Well, good morning, Lou. How are you today? I'm doing well, sir. How may I help you? Pleasure to talk to you. I've got a question about electric anodes. I'm thinking of replacing anode rod in my water heater, and I've heard something about the electric ones. Electric ones? You mean that are uh, that are energized to grab the... I've never used them. Um, where do you live there, J. Mount Prospect? I mean, your water's yes. not your water's not that bad there, is it? Well, but I want to maintain my life on my water heater, and I uh, um, and I don't use Chicago water, so I have well water. Oh, you do? Okay, all right. Well, um, I, I have no direct experience with it, um, and and I don't uh, I don't have anything that I can give you as far as experience goes, right? They've got a little sensor on the top of them, right, that you connect to. A, you need a power source. Do you have a, a plug nearby? Yes, one of those. Uh, yes, definitely. Okay. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't know what the only thing, you, well, I mean, I guess it gets us matter because you've got... I mean, they get a they get one hundred and fifty bucks for them, or something. Yeah, they're in not in they're not inexpensive, right? That, I I do know that. I mean, it's an expensive thing. How much is your how, how old is the water heater? I've got uh, six years now. Mm -hmm. I either replace it with another anode rod or an electric one. And I thought I'd give it the electric one a try. If you're willing to spend the hundred and fifty bucks and give it a shot and see. I'd be curious for you to be my uh, my little scientist. Uh, you know, you you can give us our our lessons in chemistry. Uh, you know, whether the thing works or not. You know what I mean? All right. I mean, of course, obviously, people selling it uh, promote it quite well, and right. And I have never heard, read anything negative, but I I thought maybe just in case. Yeah. I well, to check with you. You know, the interesting thing about something like this with the six year old water heater, I mentioned earlier that you know the average life is ten years. Yeah, you know if you if you go longer than that, I'm I'm curious if you can just take that out, and then when you, if you get a new water heater, if all of a sudden you're like I'm a spokesperson for the electric anode rods, um, if you put that in your new one and just keep it going, you know what I mean? If it can be reused, I, I thought of that too. I think that's a good idea. Mm -hmm. All right, Jay, you have your marching orders. Thank you very much, sir, and nice pleasure to talk to you. You too. Eight five seven. Five five seven four Lou eight five seven five five seven four five six eight is our phone number. Let's take a quick break. Fran and Barbara, don't go anywhere. We'll get to your phone calls right after these messages. You've been prepping for it all week. Show me Sandoflor. You knew it was coming. Now show me wax on, wax off. Well, the day is here. Wax on, hot. Wax off. It's finally the weekend. Show me Pinta Fence. Up, down. And that means time to get to work on your to-do list. Up, down. And if you need help along the way, Lou is standing by. On the side. Look, I always look, I. Also known as the Mr. Miyagi of home improvement. Yes! Here's Lou Manfredini on House Smarts Radio. Oh, that's so good. Uh, My new favorite movie. So good. 857-557-4LOU. 857-557-4568. This is Fran in Chicago. Hi, Fran. You're on House Smarts Radio. Good morning. Am I speaking with Lou? You are. 
Oh, okay. I almost thought it was part of the commercial. Sorry. Um, <laughs> well, you are. You, you might be, Fran. It all depends on how, to, how this whole call goes. But how can I help you? Oh, okay. Uh, I've had a lot of humidity or moisture coming in through my windows. I have Anderson windows, but they're quite old. Um, but also, um, and I think it's the, the wetness of the winter, or the, you know, the, um, right. the rainy. Um, but also, I had a new furnace installed last year. And uh, I don't know if they set the uh, thermostat, if you turn that off completely or not. I don't know, because I, I had a hard time, because um, when I had them out several times last year, uh, after they installed the furnace, because the furnace filter wasn't picking up anything, and it's still... Far as I know, it's still not picking up anything, so I don't know if it's working properly. Hmm. Um, so those are the two questions. <laughs> okay, so you have you, the humidity in your home is too high. Now, do you have a yes. separate? Um, how do you know that? Just how it feels, or what you see stuff on the windows? What do you? What do you? What? Well, I see stuff on the windows, but also inside. You know, as I'm sitting inside here, it's very, it's very. It, I can feel the humidity in the room. Um, I mean, I'm getting the heating. It's coming up, and it's maintaining the heat that I have. But it's just and you really ha- humid oh, in the okay. Whole and you have a whole house humidifier, correct? Yes. And do you have a humidistat somewhere in the home or on the furnace that allows you to adjust the humidity in the home? Yes, I do. And where is that located? Is it on the furnace or in the up- basement? Go ahead. It's in the basement adjacent to the furnace or kind of on the furnace, yes. It's connected to the furnace. And what is that set at now? Oh, gee, I don't really know. Okay, so my point is this. I think it's low. Right. So when the furnace is running, okay, well, there's a couple things. Typically, the the, uh, whole house humidifier should only run when the furnace is running, okay? Uh But it can be wired to run independently when the furnace isn't running. And in particular, if it's a fan-forced unit, that could be a reason why your humidity level is too high. So today, what I want you to do, at some point when you hear the furnace kick on, okay, I want you to go downstairs, and where that dial is, where the humidistat is, I want you to pay attention to what it's set at. Okay, so let's just say for the sake of argument, it's set at 30%. Then I want you to turn it down to the lower number, and at some point you'll, uh-huh. you'll hear a click. It'll be that solenoid that turns the uh, humidifier on or off, and you'll hear it. And if you turn it, you hear a little click, and if you go back, uh, so click, you'll turn uh, clockwise, and if you go back counterclockwise, you'll hear it click on again. Turn it until uh-huh. it clicks, and then leave it there. Mm-hmm. Now, here's the okay. thing with humidity in a home. It, it, it depends on a lot of different factors, and it takes a good 24 hours for the humidity to settle down to whatever you want it set at, okay? So uh-huh. that's one thing you're going to try. Um, okay. As far as the furnace filter not picking up any dirty air going through there, uh, you you should be very proud of yourself, uh, Fran, that you have a very clean house. No. Um, do you have... Do you have... Uh, do you know... The, how your cold air returns are in the home. Do you have one central cold air return? Do you have cold air returns in every bedroom or every room of the house? Uh, the cold air returns would be the ones on the ceiling or more, you know, closer to the ceiling. So yeah, you have you have multiple oh. ones throughout the home? Yes, I do. Okay. 
All right. And every bedroom I have them in. Okay. So when on the same time when you after you know the furnace is running and you're going to go do this clickety click down in the basement, um, mm-hmm. get a little step ladder and get a couple of pieces of toilet paper and with the furnace running. I want you to go to one of those cold air returns and see if you can get the toilet paper to stick to the ceiling, like that it's sucking the air up uh-huh. to, to grab it, right? And if it holds yes, okay. it there, then we know we're getting good um, we're getting good suction. And you can t- do this little test throughout different spots in the in the in the house. And if you know you notice, oh, it's not holding here, but it's holding here. And as long as it's for the vast majority of them have enough power to pull that air we're in good shape now why isn't that filter picking it up what kind of filter are you using oh no with this furnace that i have i have a brand new uh, the the filter system that goes with the furnace and to tell you the truth it's i'm sad but i i don't really know the name of the furnace okay uh let me see um so it's it's like a it's a it's a more robust filter system like it's a air purifier system no, no, it's not. I wish this filter because I have the filters, but I it doesn't tell me the furnace that I have. I got it. it okay. Well, then make sure that the cold air return is working. Make sure uh-huh. that and 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 the other question I have is you're comfortable in the house, right? The heating part of it is working fine. Oh, the heating's working fine, right? Got it. After okay. it kind of calms itself down, you can see you you don't feel the the coolness in the air right so much and my other question to you is are you someone that cooks a lot are you you know i mean no. in other words you don't <laughs> no. you know okay so you're not Nothing creating like that i use the microwave <laughs> no cooking <laughs> okay all right try these couple things and then if you're getting good draw if you're not getting good draw from the cold air returns then we need to get the furnace people back to take a look at that and address that situation. Because my guess is okay. maybe there's some damper or something on the cold air return that's not adjusted properly, which isn't allowing uh-huh. enough of the air to circulate through. Okay. Call me back. Let me okay, know. Good. Let me know what happens after you do all these little tests that we talked about this morning. Thanks so much for your phone call. All right. When we come back. You know how uh, you hear these promos on uh, WGN, like WGN sounds best on the WGN radio app, you know, which, quite frankly, if you listen on your smart speaker or the app, it you listen to WGN radio on stereo, but I'm old school. I still like a good radio, and boy, do we have a good radio in our Noodaloo 2 coming up after this report of WGN radio news with Don Kleppen. For Noodaloo 2. I just love noodles. No, not noodle. New to. New to Lou. Good times, noodle salad. No noodles. It's new to Lou. But he does love a good pasta. Now we eat, okay? One up, I eat everybody. Now back to Lou Manfredini, New to Lou 2, and House Smarts Radio. Papa's got a brand new bag. I'm excited about this Noodaloo 2. I mentioned to you right before uh, the break that um, I still like listening to WGN radio on the radio. I like listening to the radio on the radio. You know, um, 
Our daughter Carmen and her partner Liam, they have this dog, Cosmo. He's a rescue dog, and he's the best dog. And uh, he he's a big dog, I, you know, and I'm a big dog guy. I always said that I wasn't going to have small dogs because, like, a guy my size should not be walking around with a small dog. And what did we get? We got a little, the little oh, dog breed. What is it? What is it? I'm not going to say. I won't say. It's a little dog breed that doesn't shed, and she's got one eye that looks one way. And <laughs> Anyway, um, and I love the dog. I make fun of her, but I love the dog. But when you're walking a big dog, and you're a big guy, and you're the big... It's just, anyway, this dog, he is the nicest dog. And when he sees me, he... I know you're not supposed to get your dogs to jump up on you, but he jumps up and he hugs me. He literally... When he puts his paws around my waist and curves them around my back like he's hugging me. It is the sweetest thing. And he just looks at me. He's not a big licker or anything like that, right? But... Every now and then, if I'm in an area, because Carmen and Liam live near where we live now, and uh, I'll go, I'm like, hey, I'm going to be in the, they're both work full time. I'm like, I'm going to run over. You want me to walk Cosmo the dog, you know, and I'll go there and he's very excited and we go for a quick little walk, you know, and walk around the block, but they don't leave anything on for him to listen to. Like when you leave your house, do you leave anything on for Hamilton? No, we don't. We used really? to we used to do it and no. He doesn't need it. But why not why doesn't he need it? Um Like don't you think it would be I think that so we have always I, left the radio on. Yeah. So I don't know if we can get credit for this at WGN Radio, but we're number one with dogs. <laughs> right? And so if you want to keep your pet a companion or you just want a really good radio to listen to, take a listen to this. While the world today is obsessed with digital everything, there was once a time when knobs and dials were the dernier cri. And chic. See what I did there? Whether we look at those products today as fashionably retro or legitimately practical, it almost doesn't matter. Point being, there's a simple elegance that comes along with that physical hardware. Take your radio, for example. My, how far things have come since the days of sitting on the patio, sipping some sweet tea, listening to your now vintage radio crackle. Hopefully it was WGN back then, too. God bless you for not giving up on these airwaves, which you clearly haven't if you're listening to me right now. But how are you listening? Are you still out there on your porch with your vintage radio? Or are you in your car, on the app, on the Alexa? Well, this weekend's new Tulu 2 combines the best of both worlds, mixing an old-school design with new-school guts. The Tivoli Model 1 is a handmade wood cabinet radio that is aesthetically pleasing to look at. Some might even say hip, yet nostalgic, and as simple as tea to use. Model 1 is equipped with a tuner that makes even the weakest stations crystal clear and also Bluetooth. Its face consists of only three knobs, making it the antithesis of today's ever more complex electronics. One knob is for power and source. One knob controls the volume, a tuning dial to help you pull in the weakest signals, and finally, an easy-to-access pairing button on the back of the radio to connect your Bluetooth device. So don't give up on the past or the present. Bruh. We can work together. An old Finnish 
proverb once said, happiness is a place between too little and too much. And we think the Tivoli Model 1 is just that right amount. Tivoli's Model 1 comes in a variety of color combinations, but all with that classic look and retails for $199.99. Although it looks like it's on sale right now for $150. For more information, check out the House Smarts YouTube channel. And be sure to like and subscribe. We have one of the Oh, sorry. We have one of these model ones, and ours is uh, like a it's like a piece of furniture, but it's small. Like you can fit it on the shelf, and um, it's awesome. It has one single speaker. It has the ability to connect to your Bluetooth on your phone if you want, and it has a really cool dial, kind of like you're in Oppenheimer, you know, helping to build the atomic bomb. It's got one of those big dials, which is cool, and. It sounds great. And it also gets FM stations, you know, when you want to get Christmas music. Lindsay loves the Christmas music. I sure um, do. <laughs> it's good. Starting in November. Starting, um, starting in November. Um, but what's funny is, uh, Lindsay, you mentioned that you, now you're getting all these ads because you put this thing together. Right. And it's funny. They have one called the songbook, the everything old again is new again i read an article where boom boxes are coming back oh really so what was in the 80s you know where you'd have the big huge box with the two speakers and the cassette player that you'd put you know 15 d batteries in to run literally (laughs) that whole technology in that trend rather they make one of these that Lindsay just sent me the songbook that's six hundred dollars yeah but it's like a piece of art. Right. It's beautiful. Right. Right. And I never so, had one of those growing up. <laughs> you, you never had one of the big boom boxes with not the cassette one like player? Not like this. Not like the. Oh, not like that. No, no, no. Yeah. Your, yours was like a Panasonic or a totally GE or whatever, whoever made it. Right. <laughs> right. Oh, my God. We had, when the kids were growing up, we, we had like a little pink one with two speakers and a cassette player on the top that I just donated. You're kidding. When we moved. Yeah, we, because I, I actually use it. It was an AM FM cassette player. No. Was it a, yeah. Yeah, it had a cassette. No, no, no. It had a CD player. It had oh. a CD player in the top. That's what it was. And I used to it, leave it in the garage. And if I was working on some little sure. project, I would plug it in and listen to the radio. Use that. You know, put the antenna up, whatever. And I, we just donated it, and uh, probably I should have kept it because you know all that stuff's retro and right. It's like a vintage it. antique, right? <laughs> but it's uh, this. This is a good one. So uh, go to um, YouTube.com/slash/HowSmartsTV, and um, you can see uh, the information about the Tivoli Audio model one which is a good one 857-557-4LOU 857-557-4568 is our phone number uh this is a uh, marianne in saint joseph michigan hi marianne you're on house smarts radio good morning lou how are you i'm good how may i help How's you vacation it's uh, um, so far so good glad to hear it yesterday afternoon i was running errands and I went to another town about 30 miles away, did not realize it on the way home. The hose on my power steering pump ruptured. So as I was driving, power steering fluid 
was flowing out underneath my hood and spraying along the sides of my car, underneath mm. my car. So my rear wheels were kicking it up. It's on the back of my trunk. So my whole car is coated with power steering fluid, which is oily. Mm-hmm. And um, I spoke with someone at a local car parts store. She suggested that regular car washing liquids might react with the fluid because it's oily and might cause the paint to bubble off my car Mm. and destroy the finish. Mm. So I was wondering if you had an idea as to how to clean. The car is not drivable right now. Oh, wow. So the only thing I can do is slowly roll it in and out of the garage. We have to have it towed to have it repaired. Right. Um, I mean, I can hose it off if you know of a cleaner that I can use to clean it. What's the temperature going to be? What's the, the temp- what's the temperature going to be in St. Joe today? Oh, uh, kind of like in Chicago, be 25 or 30 at the most. Okay. Um, get a bucket of water, a, a bucket of mm-hmm. hot water, and buy sure. a bottle of Dawn dishwashing soap. Okay, that's what I was wondering. And I want a really strong solution. Like you're going to take, if you if you put two gallons of water in this thing, pour half mm-hmm. of pour half of the bottle of Dawn in the in the two gallons of water and stir it up. Okay. And then get okay. a get a couple of rags that you don't care about. Okay. Mm-hmm. And you're gonna you're going to neutralize that oil with the Dawn. It won't harm the finish on your paint and um, it should dissolve it. You could use mineral spirits, but that run, you run the, I think a so a soapy solution of the Dawn, you know, just like when they, you know, you've seen those commercials where the, there's a, a, uh, yeah, they clean the little. They baby clean ducks. the ducks and stuff when there's an oil spill, right? So same thing. I mean, it's a you know the the power steering fluid is a derivative. It's a petroleum based product, so the Dawn should react with it. And if you use hot water, even on a cold day like today, you can get it done. Okay, I wondered about that. Thank you. Um, we take extremely good care of our cars, and mine is in pristine condition. Right. It just need, it just needs a new power on. steering hose. That's all. That's all, yeah. <laughs> all right. I appreciate the phone call, and good luck with that project. It is uh, 7.49 in the morning. Lou Manfredini, Housemarts Radio, broadcasting from the Permaseal Foundation Repair Studios, the Florida edition. We'll take a quick break and be back right after this. You're tuned into Lou, answering your questions about your home. Every time I speak to neighbors or people about it, I always say, well, I got this because I talked to Lou Manfredini. All you have to do is pick up the phone. Somebody asked just this week about, what do I do about woodpeckers? And I said, well, <laughs> I picked this on my house because Lou Manfredini and WGN Radio. Here he is now, Lou Manfredini and House Smarts Radio. Josie's on a vacation far away. I'm not that far away. So many things that Lou. 857 Let's go back to the phone lines and talk to Barbara, 
who's in Prospect Heights. Barbara, good morning. You're on House Marts Radio. How can I help you? Good morning, Lou. How are you? Love your show. Thank you. Okay, we have a travertine uh, shower, okay? The floor is slippery. Mm. Uh, it's like 12 years old, okay? Um, we have well water. I don't know if that makes a difference. Um, could we use Tylex soap scum or Dawn to clean this? You know, I bet the reason why... Now, it wasn't always slippery, correct? No, and you know what? I don't think it's the whole floor. I think it's certain areas. Right. Here's what I would do. Do you own a uh, Do you own a um, a cordless drill? A cordless drill? Uh, we do not. Probably, probably not. Low. Right. We're not very handy. Okay. You think you can borrow one? Sure. Cordless drill. Okay. Right. I want you to go to the hardware store. And you're going to borrow somebody's cordless drill, and you're going to buy okay. something called a drill brush. Brush. Okay. All right. So it's a it's a scrubbing brush that has a pin on uh-huh. it that you're going to put in the end of the drill like a drill bit, but it's a brush. Okay. Okay. Then I, I want you to buy a cleaning kitchen cleaning product called Kaboom. K A Kaboom. K A B O O M. Kaboom. It comes in a purple and white bottle. Okay. And it's one of those cleaners that when you squeeze the trigger, it kind of comes out foamy. Okay. All right. Spray that on the floor. Okay. Leave it. Okay. Leave it there for five minutes. Okay. Then take the the cordless drill with the brush on the end and scrub the floor. There's probably okay. a, a film over the tile that's causing that few areas of you to be slippery. And if you get rid of that little, it's like a little soap scum that's over the top of it. And the combination oh. of this cleaner and um, this cleaner and uh, uh, the scrubbing brush, you'll get it all clean, and it shouldn't be slippery anymore. Okay, good. Okay, I will have to do that. Okay, good. Now, because as far as these other, go ahead. these other cleaners, like um, Tile X soap scrub, that won't do the job. Correct. Well, you got to be careful. You know, when you have a natural travertine tile. You can't just use any cleaner. A lot of times they'll say, don't use this on this. Don't use this on this. But on the floor, mm-hmm. I don't care if we etch the floor a little bit because we want it to not be slippery, right? Correct. So if we change right. that finish a little bit, that's okay. And the kaboom shouldn't harm that. But the combination of the brush, you know, if you don't want to use a cordless drill, I mean, you can just get a stiff um, uh, nylon brush and do it by hand, but the cordless drill with the brush will make it so much easier for you. Okay, and get kaboom. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Lou. Okay, thank you very much for your help. You got it. Have a great day. Appreciate you calling this morning. Uh, the news is next from the Northwestern Medicine Newsroom. Don't go away. We'll be right back. I may not be living in Chicago, but I can still listen to my dad on House Mars Radio. It's like I can't shake the guy. Now I know how my mom feels. (laughs) That's funny. It's so cheesy. Ah, full of bad dad jokes. I know that's exactly how you wrote it to be read, too. Now back to Lou Manfredini and House Mars Radio. Riding on the city of New Orleans. Illinois Central. 
Monday morning rain. So I mentioned I'm down in Florida on vacation with a bunch of friends, and uh, we're all sitting around, you know, catching up and having a great time. And I go, have you all watched The Greatest Night in Pop? And most of them had not, you know. So we put the thing on, and it was like they were mesmerized. It was like teenagers watch, or no, like toddlers watching Frozen. <laughs> it was unbelievable. And have we all seen it yet? I've yes. Seen it, yes. Have not. Don. No. Have not. Come on, Don. Very, very good. This is. It's very, very good. What, what's it's the name so of this good. again? This something pop? It's the greatest night in pop. Greatest night in pop. Okay. I don't necessarily know that it's the best documentary. Like, Andy, I would have liked to seen... Like, there's a bunch of people they didn't interview. Yeah, that's true. You know, that are that are still around. Yeah, you know, that, the problem, too, I would have loved to have heard from... You know, obviously, he's passed away, but, like, Ray Charles was there. And they had, had to have something of him and talking had, about it. Yeah, right? and he had that bit, you know, the, the, all that very soulful, uh, you know, verse toward the end. Oh my god! We didn't hear from him uh, right. during that, you know, during the even during but the. But I mean, of the artists part. that are, yeah. a lot of those artists have passed away, like you said. Daryl Hall, we didn't hear from. We didn't hear from Steve Perry. Right? Why was Dan uh, Aykroyd Paul there? Simon? Why was Dan why Aykroyd was Dan, there? Why was Dan Aykroyd there? <laughs> I have no idea. I want to know that. No idea. Although Willie? there was a Ghostbuster reference. Yeah. What? Willie. Yeah. Willie was Willie there. Did, they could yeah. have easily Dion Willie would have done it. Bob, I really Dion, did, Bob didn't really talk, did he? Bob Dylan? Bob, they, oh, Dion they, Warwick, they did interview Dion Warwick. Did they? Yeah. She was she had a, a, a small Okay. talking about it. Yeah. It's so good. Yeah. I, I mean, I th- you gotta be Don, you might, I mean, you know, you're a kid, Don. You, these are not your people. These are my people. <laughs> but I'd you know, I'm still interested in uh, in what went on, you know, before before I came to Earth. But there is a moment when Michael Jackson is laying down his track. Yes. And he knows what I'm talking about. His voice is so pure and beautiful. Mm. You're almost awestruck, right, Andy? Yeah. It's it's crazy to think you know, all the superfluous stuff around him obviously when he was uh, toward the right. end of his life. Right. But the fact of the matter is that there are hardly any better singers with the pitch and just the every, everything. I mean, he was fantastic. I mean, it, uh, it, uh, agreed. I mean, a hundred percent agreed. It was just so, so, so beautiful, and uh, it, it's a really good one to watch. Nice. Uh, I played my that rejoin with my daughter Mallory, um, and and Lindsay's been you know she's been on the receiving end of this. So you know, our daughter Mallory, who's going to be twenty five in May, lives in New Orleans. Oh yeah, she is. Um, She's an investigator for the public defender's office of New Orleans. Wow. Right? So she sees a lot of stuff. Works very hard. But let me tell you something about New Orleans. When Mardi Gras rolls around, okay, so she's a a public employee. The whole town, no matter what your job is, shuts down. So starting Monday until nobody works Monday, Tuesday, or Wednesday, and then they go back to work on Thursday. Like officially, oh man! <laughs> no, yeah. I don't think there's anywhere else in the country that shuts down for Mardi Gras like that, right? I, I don't think so. No, that's and amazing. And she and her roommate Eliza, each day they go to all these different parades, and they are dressed up like I don't even know. Like Marshans. she had one outfit; she looked like Loki from <laughs> from the Marvel universe. <laughs> nice, a Norse god. <laughs> and so, 
I called, uh, you know, I text her on Wednesday, you know, like any parent, this is kind of a, a thing that Mary Beth and I do go, confirm you're alive. <laughs> That's all the text said. <laughs> you know, a few minutes later, barely. And <laughs> as you hear in the rejoin, Mallory has a pretty deep voice. Boy, did she have a deep voice when I talked to her on Wednesday. Oh. It was like Roz. Hey, Mike Wazowski. <laughs> oh, totally. God. I go, Fringed. how'd you do? And she goes, this is why I fall in love with New Orleans all over again. Every Mardi Gras. She said the music and, you know, these high school bands that perform in these parades. And, and she goes, it's not even the big parade. Like every neighborhood has a parade. It's everywhere. And just the music and the people. And so... That's kind of it's a it's a it's a young person's game down there. That's for sure. But she says there's plenty of people of all ages participating in Mardi Gras. Yeah, I can see the appeal of that at any age. Like the commitment yeah. to partying all around, I think is <laughs> that's admirable. I think we should all strive for that. Got to commit to something, right? Yeah. Right, right, yeah, right, right. You gotta. What is it? Uh, you, um, the line from Hamilton: You got to stand for something, or you're not. You're gonna not fall for. That's right. You gotta. If you don't what stand for something, you'll fall for anything, right? Exactly. Right. Yeah. There you go. Let's get your Felicity down in New Orleans. Mardi Gras week. Oh, God. Hold on. Oh, you weren't even ready. Hold on. Jeez, hold on. I got to get there. Jeez. What is this? Number four? Uh, three, I believe. There he is. Overachiever. There we are. Overachiever. <laughs> Andy, you did a good job, too. Thank you. Nice thank job. You. I heard you. Yeah, very nice. 857 557 Lou. 857-557-4568. Let's go back to the phone lines. This is Timmy in Lyle. Hey, Timmy, you're on House Smarts Radio. Hello, Timmy. Hey. Good morning. How are you? Uh, pretty good, Lou. As you can tell, I got a little bit of a scratchy throat. All right. Take your time. I'll, we'll be good. How may I help you? Uh, Lou, I, uh, I have a thing called a Dyson uh, vacuum cleaner. Okay. Hello? And uh, I want to give it the respect that it deserves, especially the amount of money I paid for it. Um, I want to give it a little tune-up. So I started reading the book. Uh, what can I do? I want to take care of my investment. What can I do to make sure that this thing lasts as long as the payment plan that I bought it with? Oh, I mean, I got to be honest with you. I, I, um, I don't know a lot about vacuum maintenance other than they all have internal filters um, and, um, that even when you take with the Dyson, because they're bagless, I believe they have, um, they have, uh, internal filters that you pop off and clean. And those filters, like that's the number one thing, any vacuum cleaner, when those internal filters get clogged and then people are like, Oh, my vacuum cleaner doesn't, uh, uh, you know, doesn't have the power that it did when I first bought it. And then they take it to a vacuum cleaner company and, you know, they'll fix it and they'll clean it all. But then you um, you get um, charged for it. And, uh, you know, it's something that if you clean those filters, you can do it yourself and that can prolong the life. And as long as the motor and, you know, if it's got a sweeper, those things obviously pick up a lot of, you know, hair and debris and can get clogged and break out the, uh, you know, the the belts that run them, you keep all that working and you should be able to have that thing for years and years and years. Uh, that's true of any vacuum cleaner. 
Timmy, thanks so much for the phone call. I appreciate it. 857-5574-LOU is our phone number. Um, let's see here. Um, hmm. It's time now to hear from Lindsay about what's new at Builder Supply Outlet. Transform your bathroom into a sanctuary of relaxation. Add a luxury freestanding tub or new alcove-style bathtub. In stock right now at Builder Supply Outlet. They're both deeper than the average tub, so as you sink in, your stress melts away. Freestanding tubs are available in white and black and alcove tubs in white. Plus, choose from a variety of shower bases and doors in brushed nickel or matte black. Your tub tranquility awaits you at BuilderSupplyOutlet.com. Try and get that cleaned up as best you can, and then carefully take the other four, pop, 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 all four in, and look at you. I can, if you want, I can get you a little side work as a flooring install. Now back to your host. He's taking your calls right here, right now. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> that's funny, right? That's funny. Lou Manfredini on House Smarts Radio. 857-557-4. Lou is our phone number. 857-557-4568. 8.24 in the morning. Let's go back to the phone lines. This is John in Palatine. Hey, John, how can we help you this morning? Morning, Lou. How are you? I'm doing great. Um, I've experienced recently some water hammering or pipe hammering, and I've watched a couple of videos of it. And long story short, they say turn off the main and then open up every faucet, shower, tub, when they stop running, turn off all the faucets, I think, and then open the main back up. Mm-hmm. Or am I? Uh, am I? Or am I? Are my steps out of line? That's what no. So that that is that is the best thing to try to do yourself. The other thing that's not in those videos is flush all the toilets. Flush Be- them all at the same time? Or? No, no, no. But so when you shut the water off. And you turn all the valves on. Your toilet valve, right, is also holding water as well. And there's a compression chamber typically behind there. And that's one of the the parts of that whole process where somebody's like, oh, I did what it said and it didn't work. But if you do the flushing of the toilet, it sounds counterintuitive. But what you're actually doing is putting the air back in the system. And um, that will... Uh, hopefully help to alleviate the water hammer problem. Okay. When um, One last thing. When all the faucets are open and the toilets are flushed and the faucets stop, then I, open, then I turn, on the, turn the main back on, turn every, close every faucet, then open the main back up? <clears throat> then you turn off all the faucets. And then okay, you then, the then you open the main valve slowly, and then, and then, and gentlemen, and then, and then the men's go marching. No, there's then more. you there's more. You have to take all the uh, aerators off of the faucets because you're going to loosen up a bunch of sediment. And uh, is there a Mrs. John around there? There is. She's going to complain that there's not enough water pressure, and it wouldn't surprise me too if you got to pop she off. Will. You, oh, I've met your wife, um, and uh, she may. You may also have to take a shower head off because those screens will get clogged. Okay. So it's a little bit of monkey. It's a little bit of monkeying around, 
But uh, once you do that, and you know, when you tur- first turn those faucets on, they're going to spit and sputter, and that's where all the sediment's yeah. going to get on the back of those screens to cause an issue with pressure. Got it. Okay. Sounds good. All right, John. Good luck. I appreciate you calling this morning. 857-557-4LU, 857-557-4568. This is Marilyn in Morton Grove. Hi, Marilyn. Hi, Lou. How are you today? I'm doing great. How may I help you this morning? Well, I'm calling on behalf of my daughter who lives in Jefferson Park. Um, She has a two-flat brick building, and the back porch is sided. And she noticed that some of the siding was coming off, so she had uh, a company come out, and they started to remove the siding, and they found there was a lot of rotten wood underneath. Mm. So they stopped, they stopped taking it down. Mm. So they recommended a contractor to come out to take a look to see if they need to, you know, replace all the wood or just part of the wood. Well, they've been dragging their feet. Now they called, and they haven't gotten back to her with an estimate. Now they came back and said, well, now they need an architect to look at it. So I don't know if they're trying to take advantage of her, um, I, and we don't know. Should we go look for a, trying to find a carpenter or a contractor? No one will come, you know, call mm. her back to come out and take a look and get an estimate. Well, if there's a bunch of damage to the back porch, uh, Chicago in particular has ver- some pretty strict rules about how these porches get built and. Um, you know, you may remember, you know, a bunch of years ago, you know, there was a terrible, uh, porch collapse and the city, the really, the city stepped in and was like, okay, we gotta, we gotta tighten up our rules about how all this stuff gets built and maintained and whatnot. So, um, you gotta get the right person to do this. Now I, a very good, very good friend of mine, um, Bill Conforti owns a company called Cobblestone Remodeling. And they have uh, a very good track record for building these back porches and knowing what it takes to do it in Chicago. Okay. You have a pen or a pencil for your daughter? I sure do. do. 773-663-661-0606. Oh, perfect. Perfect. I will have her give them a call. Yeah. You got to, you, this is not something to mess around with. You got to get it done the right way. Correct. Which is what she's trying to have done. Right. But this has been going on since November. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I get it. I get it. Give them a call and hopefully they can help you out. Oh, thank you so much, Lou. Have a good day. You too. I appreciate you calling this morning. All right. You know, earlier uh, in today's show, we were talking with someone that was having an issue with the humidity level in their home. Actually, they had too much humidity. Most of the time, none of us have enough. And, uh, you know, maybe you live in a home. Actually, that person had a like a propane furnace. Remember, she well, maybe you weren't listening. But anyway, maybe you got a home with a radiator and, you know, the humidity level is tough. Well, these portable humidifiers can make a world of difference. And then indoor air quality is also something that I think that we're concerned about. I know I am. And uh, I want to make sure that we have the right stuff in there to make sure that we're breathing healthy air. There's a manufacturer called Crane out of Itasca, and they make some really nice products. They have this really cool uh, portable, cool, and warm mist humidifier that's collapsible. Pretty interesting. 
We're going to have that conversation coming up after this report of WGN Radio News with Don Kleppen. All right, all together now. Take a deep breath in and a deep breath out. Don't you ever stop and think, what did we just inhale other than oxygen? Now back to Lou talking all about indoor air quality right here on House Smarts Radio. Welcome back to House Smarts Radio. Lou Manfredini here with you. Okay, um, I know that uh, it's a little bit warmer and we're getting ready for spring. But um, I've been thinking a lot about, you know, still being closed up inside and the indoor air quality inside of our homes. And, um, you know, I, I, we moved to a house. Um, we, we, I mentioned that we downsized to a house. The house now has radiator heat, which I love. But radiator heat can be dry uh, as opposed to forced air systems with, um, you know, that have whole house humidifiers. And so the use of portable humidifiers can make a huge difference, which it has. But then the air quality is an issue, too. Well, there's a company out of Itasca, Crane USA, that makes a bunch of these different products. And joining me on the phone line right now is Dirk Niederman, who is the president of Crane USA. Uh, Dirk, good morning and welcome to House Smarts Radio. Good morning, Lou. Thanks for having us. Um, I'm very familiar with Crane. As a matter of fact, I still have and was using uh, recently when it was really cold. I have this great Crane electric room heater that sort of looks like a mini fireplace. I don't know if you guys still make it, but boy, is it awesome. But can you tell the audience a little bit about Crane USA and who you folks are? Yeah, good. Um, yeah, good uh, start to this discussion. Uh, the fireplace was actually one of my favorite items, and really describes what what we do. So, our slogan is "Designed for Better Living," and uh, based on that, we we started the company to really make a difference, uh, offering um, room air appliances that really fit into the the room decor um, and and make it an object that that you would like to keep. Um, in, in your living room or bedroom that, that fits into the room decoration and um, is, um, yeah, adds a, a additional value to it. You, you really would like to keep it out and show it off um, uh, along with the functions that, that, and innovations that we offer. Right. But design is always at the top of our uh, minds. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing, right? You want it to look nice and fit in, but then ultimately uh, you want it to work as well. And, uh, I mean, that particular heater that i've i've spoken of i've moved that thing around like crazy and i clean it off and i plug it in and it works and it continues to work and so uh you know there's no doubt in my mind that you make quality products so i i mentioned i mentioned dirk uh you know a little bit about um uh warm mist or cool mist humidifiers i know you folks are are in that business and and these are really really useful um, but you have a brand new one, which I think is such a neat idea. It's a collapsible humidifier. Can you describe that to the audience? Yes, certainly. Yeah, that, that's uh, one of our newest innovation, and um, that um, uh, came about um, um, at yeah, the time of uh, um, COVID when um, when um, we. I had to bring in a lot of uh, uh, humidifiers and, and uh, freight space was um, uh, tight. So we, we, we tried to maximize um, the supply chain, but also thought about the uh, end consumer um, 
and uh, thinking of the end consumer using a, a humidifier, uh, which are usually pretty large and, and boxy. And, uh, and the, the thought of where uh, do I put my humidifier, where do I store it when the, the season ends? So this collapsible humidifier is the perfect solution. It's, it's uh, uh, collapsible. It has a silicone tank, so you can expand it full in one gallon of, of the water. It lasts uh, the whole night. But then when you're done, you collapse it, and you can store it easily in, in, in your cabinet. So it's, it's something that, that has not been thought of, and, and it's completely unique in the market. And it solves so many um, yeah, uh, problems. And, and yeah. uh, it's, a, it's, it's a really unique item. So we have two. We launched the coolest humidifier, and, and recently we launched uh, the warmest humidifier, uh, which is available at, at uh, several retailers. And it's, it's, I, I feel it's really the trend. I feel very strongly about it in the market. And um, it's, it's a really useful appliance, absolutely. Yeah, it kind of resembles, I mean, that you know, it, when you look at the picture of it, it's very similar. You, their website is uh, crane-usa.com. And, you know, it looks like a traditional uh, humidifier that you may see, you know, been on shelves before. But then the tank portion collapse almost as, you know, some there are these collapsible uh, water pails that you can buy. I, I know that uh, in my own home, we have a collapsible uh, strainer, a colander. And so it kind of looks like that in the sense that when you're done with it, I know everybody struggles with, where am I going to put this thing? And now you literally could fit it into uh, a kitchen cabinet or a storage cabinet when you're all done. Absolutely. That's, that's, uh, that's precisely the, uh, where the idea came from. And th- there are some products that uh, collapse and they're super uh, useful in the kitchen and the household. And uh, so we thought, why not uh, applying that idea to, to a, an appliance? And yes. uh, it's it a long time to, to um, get that concept right. But um, it's, it's really perfect. It really collapses the unit to half the size. And um, yeah, it's, it's, it's a wonderful unit. Yeah, it's sharp looking too. Um, I want to shift gears a little bit because uh, air purification, especially indoors, uh, to me is quite critical. Uh, I, I've, I've mentioned this on the air before that, uh, you know, ever since COVID and, you know, we, we've had this, uh, you know, air quality issue, airborne viruses and whatnot. I've, I've changed my advice when it comes to if you have a forced air system, you know, these pleated filters, I believe that everybody should be using pleated filters or higher efficiency filters in their furnaces. And you got to change them once a month. I mean, it's it's a small Correct. investment. It makes a, a world of difference, but that can only go so far. And then room purifiers, I think that while HEPA has been around for a long time, it's proven to be one of the best filtering systems uh, when it comes to, uh, you know, filtering the air inside your home. And you have a true HEPA air purifier. Uh, I know you have different sizes, but the, the in particular, the one for uh, 250 square feet, which is a pretty good size space, is quite affordable and uh, attractive. And it looks like it's very easy to maintain. That, that's correct. That's, that's our best-selling unit. It's, it's perfect in, in size and uh, fits most of the rooms. And, and you're right. It's, um, it, it's, it's definitely important to have a, a portable air purifier um, either th- throughout the allergy season uh, in spring, but also in winter uh, when viruses uh, spread. So it's, it's definitely uh, advisable to, to um, uh, add this to, to your house and um, filter out uh, the pollutants. Um, 
totally agree with you. And is it um, the? Uh, I haven't had a chance to to try the unit yet, but is it relatively quiet? I mean. Uh, you know, I will tell people that, you know, the faster you run that fan to move more air, the better. But um, I'm sure you guys have done a pretty good job on the, the sound attenuation when it runs. Yes, uh, absolutely. Uh, this unit actually has a sleep mode. Um, so you, you can uh, run it throughout the night. It, it will not disturb um, your sleep. Um, by the way, some people actually like the white noise. Right. So, <laughs> um, but uh, it has a sleep mode. And um, also, I would like to mention that the unit has a UVC light, an ultraviolet uh, light that kills uh, viruses and bacteria. Um, so that's an added feature to provide you the added layer of, of um, um, yeah, um, clean, clean air in the room. Right, right. And then uh, the, the unit uses uh, uh, the HEPA fil- filter, and that is something that is replaceable, and then you also offer the ability for people to buy additional filters, because, I mean, that's the key, right? I mean, the, the filters will do their job, and they will, you know, collect everything in the airborne, but you have to buy new replacement filters, uh, and that's, I know with a lot of other manufacturers, I've heard from people all the time, I bought this thing, and now the company's out of business, I can't find stuff, um, and uh, you guys have been around, I think, since 2005, um, parts are available for these, right? Absolutely, yeah. They're, they're available, and uh, by the way, this unit has a filter change indicator. So when it's time to to change the filter, the light will come off uh, and come on, and um, and you can buy a new filter um, to replace the old one. It's very easy. There's a, there's a um, compartment at the bottom. So you just you just have to uh, change it. So every, anybody can do it. Yeah. Very very simple. Yeah, you go to their website, you'll see a bunch of different products that uh, you guys make and sell and find locations. Dirk Niederman is the president of Crane USA. Uh, so, Dirk, where do they go to learn more about all the products that you folks make? Well, of course, the best um, address to, to get the most information is our own website. Um, there's everything uh, that uh, that you uh, need to know about the unit and the, the instruction manual. And, of course, you can buy the, the items and the replacement parts there. But we also sell... Um, uh, uh, retailers like uh, Ace Hardware, we, we sell at Home Depot, um, of course Amazon. So we are available at, at uh, most of the, the retailers that you love to shop. Um, but everything is available on our site. And um, yeah, you can shop right there. And we have a wonderful customer service team to answer all the questions. Thank you so much for taking the time this morning. Uh, continued success. The stuff looks great. And uh, I hope you get lots of clicks on your website and people going to the store. Have a great rest of your day. Thank you. Thank you so much, Joe. Have a wonderful day. You're listening to House Smarts Radio with me, Lou Manfredini. Our phone number is 857-557-4LOU, 857-557-4568. We'll take a quick break and we'll be back right after this. Have a question for Lou? Well, I've got a problem from that cold snap we had. My heater went out. Now's the time to call. I have a 20-year-old granite countertop, and I was just wondering how I would deal with it. Lou Manfredini's taking your calls live right here. And that laminate floor is going to shine like the top of the Chrysler building. And right now on House Smarts Radio. Well, I'm working on a building. It's a true foundation. I'm holding up the blood stain. For my Lord. Welcome back. Eight five seven five five seven four Lou. Eight five seven five five seven four five six eight is our phone number. Back to the phone lines. This is Harold. 
in Crown Point, Indiana. Hey, Harold, good morning. Good morning. How can I help you? What I have a question, what a question I have is I bought a a heater for my patio, an LP. It's like a, uh, what do you call it, a 17 uh, LP gallon tank-wise. Well, the switch on it, when you go to turn it on, and the warranty's finished with it, only is good for 30 days. But uh, when you go to click, it won't click, so I can't get the fire to go. And I'm wondering, do I get who do I get a hold of? Uh, is it a local uh, furnace company or what to f- try to find out where that switch is? I have the same similar switch to my uh, natural wait, wait, gas wait. heater. Wait, hold my, on a uh, second. Uh, wait, I'm trying to understand. So you, it's a gas, what is it, a wall-mounted heater? LP. Okay, so it's, it's not the wall. This one's outside. It's portable, actually. Oh, it's port. It t- oh, it's uh, regular. And is LP. it a, so? Is it a? Is it like a patio heater with the burner up top, and you you put the tank at the bottom? Uh, no, the tank's on the back side of the burner, and it has three levels: one, two, and three. I see. You know, for the, the heat wise. And it. you can't get the switch to. Are, are you? Seeing? I don't know where to. Yeah. I, go ahead. The switch is a manual switch, right? You push the thing to put the pilot, yeah, and then you down and click. Yeah. And is it not clicking? It's not clicking. Okay. And you do? Can you visually see at at some point where this striker is? In other words, uh, when you're when you're yeah. clicking it, can you see? Well, you're saying it's not clicking, so it's not igniting. No. And you said you have no, the switch. Correct. You have the switch, but you want you you need someone to install it. No, I don't have the switch. I believe I need a new one, a new switch. Got it. All right. And do you know the maker of this uh, heater? Oh, yes, I think I do. Okay, because what I would start be on the box. Right. So, what I would start with. Um, it's. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Go ahead. It's P A N. V E N. Okay. This mobile and gas heater. All right. And you've owned this unit how long? Uh, probably two months. Okay. So I would think it's under warranty, and I would contact the yeah, manufacturer. According to the book, it's only 30 days. Even the striker? Wow. Well, I don't know about that part of it. Okay. Okay. Well, go ahead. I'm, then, I'm all yours. Okay. Then what I would do, even if it's only 30 days, I would contact the manufacturer, tell them the striker went mm-hmm. out, and if they say, sorry, buddy, mm-hmm. it's only 30 days, but we'll send you a new one, and it'll cost you X, you know, uh, I, I think you probably have to mm-hmm. get it from them so it's, you know, it's covered under the whole unit. And then did you say you need someone to install it? No, I won't. There's a set screw that you can see. It just, okay, you just you can see that. Back the screw right. off. Of it. Yeah. Right, right, right. Oh yeah. yeah. If it if it were me, I would contact the manufacturer directly. You know, if you still have the book, they may have a customer support number. Yeah. And quite frankly, yes, while, while I get that there's only 30 days, and according to the book, that's something that I mean, I can't speak for this company. I don't know them, but. I don't think right. that that striker is a very expensive part, you know, and so they would probably be able to uh, send that out to you at no charge. But again, I don't know this company. I can't, I can't tell you what they will do, but that would be, I, I'd push back for sure and say, come on, I just had this thing for two months and, 
you know, you've probably used it a half a dozen times. And, um, you know, if if the heater works and you like it, that's great. But if this is going to be the hassle, you know, if you still have the ability to return the whole thing and get a different one, maybe that's the way to go. But you have to make that determination what makes the most sense for you on that one. But that's crazy. Uh, you know, they're mechanical pieces and things go wrong. And, you know, it's not uncommon that something like that. Hopefully the company backs up what they make and will take good care of you. I appreciate the phone call. 857-557-4LU. 857-557-4568. The news is next from the Northwestern Medicine Newsroom. Don't go away. We'll be right back. Lou Manfredini's taking your calls live. This is Beth in Roselle. Hey, Beth, good morning. All morning till 10. Hi, Lou. My husband wants to try to tackle painting our kitchen cabinet. And I just want your advice. Are there products that are easy for him to do this? And he's given all sorts of advice. Okay, it's a fair amount of work. Yeah. But it looks really nice. And if your husband pulls this off and does a really good job, you'll be married to him for the rest of your life. And you can take that advice or leave it. That's up to you. Oh, please. I, I think right there I'm not going to let him do it then. <laughs> now back to Lou Manfredini and House Smarts Radio. How can one guy be? I kissed her and she kissed me. Like the fella once said, ain't that a kick in the head? Welcome back. 857-557-4LU. 857-557-4568 is our phone number. Let's go back to the phone lines. This is uh, Zorin in Chicago. Hey, Zorin, good morning. Good morning, Lou. How are you today? I'm doing great. How may I help you, sir? Well, I purchased a 1925 house in uh, North Shore in Chicago. And I'm renovating it, and it has beautiful old windows and radiators. Now, we're thinking of getting the windows replaced, Mm -hmm. and the radiators also taken out and putting a new heating system. And I'm just wondering, is there a market for those windows or radiators? Because I hate to throw them out. They are so beautiful. Is there, are you dead set? On removing the radiators? Uh, yes, we are. Okay. Because um, it is a fabulous way to heat a home. Uh-huh. I remember, I mean, uh, when I was young, we always had radiators in our houses. And I'm just wondering, so you would keep the uh, radiator heat, you say? Uh, so, so I'm going to give you a personal example. My wife and I, uh, we downsized, we sold the house that we raised our kids in, um, and we bought a smaller home in Evanston, and um, it has radiator heat. It's got a boiler. The first house we ever bought had radiator heat, and um, the house is so warm and toasty because, you know, the radiators heat up with the boiler, then they hold that heat, the boiler shuts down, and the house is just warm. I mean, throughout the winter, we have the thermostat in that house has been set at 65 degrees and it's the house is warm. (laughs) It's unbelievably warm. And uh, and, you know, as an aside, it's a it's a 1927 home. So it's younger than your house. (laughs) But uh, um, it has no insulation in the attic. I got to get permacy out there to come put some insulation in the attic. But um, 
I really like radiator heat. And um, the, the, I mean, the thing is, if you're going to pull it all out um, and you want to go that route, you, I would highly recommend you look into one of these Mitsubishi systems to heat and cool the home because it might be a better way to retrofit what you have to both get heating and cooling or... If you decide you just want to add air conditioning, you can use that just for air if you keep the heater. Now, to answer your question, there is a market for the radiators. It's not like a thriving market, but there is a, a place in Chicago, a plumbing supply house, I believe it's on Lake, well, it is on Lake Avenue, and it's called Consumers Plumbing. And they're still around. And I believe they will buy those radiators from you. It's not a ton of money, but they will get reused. And then other people come in there looking for different radiators, you know, that want to fit into a house. And um, that that place has been around for a really long time. And it's still in business. Well, I'll definitely give them a call because we are set on changing it and getting a unit air conditioning and heating all in one it's Got a it. house. So we're renovating the whole thing. I just didn't want to throw them out. I just thought maybe somebody can use them, and that's why I wanted to call. Right. Now, the windows, and then, the windows, mm-hmm. <clears throat> I guess the windows are a big maybe. And I think that if you were going to try and salvage those windows that would be usable for someone else, you would need to remove the windows, jam and all, and have them be like a unit. Now they weren't built that way, but you know the you would you'd take the trim off, and you'd throw some screws through the jam into the sashes. I'm assuming they're double hung windows, and then take yes, that are. and take that entire jam and window out. So you've got like a here's an old window, you know, with the glass and everything in there. And a place, yeah. and a place. There's a, a couple of them, but there's a, a a company called the Rebuilding Exchange, mm-hmm. and they take donations. It's not you're not going to get any money for it, but it would be a place that they okay. might they might take them, and then somebody might be interested in you know buying them and helping their mission of you know old houses and reusing stuff. Yeah, I just. They're so beautiful. I just take to throw them out. Yeah. You know, I just but that would be that would be for them to be valuable to somebody else. It would it wouldn't just be the sashes themselves. You'd want the whole jam and everything to go. Well, excellent. I will be going there today and looking at it, and I'll see. I'll take a look and see how that would work out. I just, like I said, I just wanted to save them. I don't want it to throw them out. I love that. I love that. I love that because a lot of times we just toss all that stuff. And, you know, if somebody else can use it, you know, the more we reuse in this world, the better for all of us. And uh, I think that's a really good thing. Zoran, thanks so much for uh, calling and good luck with that project. Sounds like a fun one. Those old houses, they're nothing but full of surprises. <laughs> that, that is for sure. 857-5574-LU, 857-557-4568. How about this? We'll take a quick break, and we'll be back. This is Mambo number five. You're listening to Lou Manfredini. Wipe it off with a scrub brush, and the rust will come off. Okay. All right, I'm just mm-hmm. concerned about you standing up on the end of that balcony, so please be careful. Yes, I will. I, I'll have a friend, or I'll have a handyman, and I'll 
you hold it on to him. He'll do the work. <laughs> right. I like going to that Jan lady's house. She hangs on to me when I'm doing the work. It'll be, you'll get them, you'll, they'll be lined up, Jan, coming to work at your place. Oh, yeah, good idea. I'm single, so there. Ready to mingle. Here he is now on House Smarts Radio. A little bit of Monica in my life. A little bit of Erica by my side. I love Jan. A little bit of Rita's all I need. A little bit of Tina's what I see. Welcome back. A little bit of Sandra. 857 557 4 Eight five seven five five seven four five six eight is our phone number. Let's go to Bartlett, Illinois, where Nancy's calling in. Good morning, Nancy. You're on House Smarts Radio. Hi, Lou. Nice to talk with you. You too. Well, I have. Uh, I'm in a townhouse, and under my garage door, I have two gaps. They're about two feet wide, where the air comes in. The cement dropped. <laughs> I had a young man come out and take a look. And he said that if he filled those, it would look terrible. It would be gravelly looking, and it wouldn't look good at all. So I'm not sure what I could do about that. Um, when the garage door is closed, how long is the gap that you see? I'd say they're each about two feet, and then right in the center where some of the cement meets, there's like a hole, you know, that you can see air coming in, light mm-hmm. coming in. Mm-hmm. Um, and to the best of your knowledge, the gasket on the bottom of the garage door looks pretty good. Uh, you're talking about the rubber? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We just replaced that. We thought that was the problem. Okay. So it's new. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. So here's a little trick that might help. Um, and it's a little bit, I'm trying to think of, no, okay, let me ask you this. So if I'm in the garage, so you said the big gap is in the center, right? No, no, that's a little gap. That's a, little a gap. small gap. Okay. Just where the two pieces of cement meet, there's like, it looks like a hole when you look from the inside out okay. that you see the light. Okay. Mm-hmm. So when, so when the... So if I were to close that door, right in the center, there's a crease where the concrete meets. Correct. And you, the hole, so on either side of the crack, it's not, you don't see light. It's just that center of the crack. Yes, right there. And okay. then uh, I would say so, about three feet on each side okay. is where the bigger gaps are. So three feet on either side from the center or closer to the side? From the center, I'd say about three feet to the right and three okay. feet to the left. I have okay. the, big, the bigger gap. Got it. So this is so this is what I would try. In the center, I would just get some gray-colored caulking and fill in that gap to okay. make it flush to make that hole go away, and it should do it. Okay. At okay. the hardware store, there's something called backer rod. Okay. And it is mm-hmm. a, it is a, have you, have you ever used a pool noodle? You know yeah. what the noodles are in the pool, that big styrofoam thing, and you can float in the water and talk to your friends and yeah. solve all the world's problems. Right. Sure. <laughs> right. 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 You yeah. said, Hey, come here, Marge. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about, can you believe? Anyway, um, <laughs> do you have a friend named Marge? <laughs> Not in the pool. Not no. in the pool. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so when you go to the hardware store, uh, uh-huh. 
Let me ask you one other thing. When the doors close, that gap, would you say it's about a half an inch or an inch? Um, I don't think it's a full inch. Okay. I mean, so I want you to down. I want you to buy mm-hmm. a one inch roll of backer rod. Okay. And then at the end of the where you put in that rubber, uh, the new rubber gasket, you know how that goes in, and there's like a gap in the middle of it. You're gonna yes, feed. Yes. You're gonna feed that backer rod into the um, <clears throat> into that gap, and you're gonna feed it long okay. enough to get to that point where the gap is in the floor, and then cut it with mm-hmm. a pair of scissors. Then go on the other okay, side. Okay, so this will be okay. Go ahead. Will this be the full length of the door? Of no, the you're door? just going. Okay. You're just going to where this gap is. Now, in a perfect world, okay, good. In a perfect world, you'd. You'd cut a three-foot-long piece, and you'd shove that into where the gap is and use, like, a, a wire or something and then pull it back out. But we're just going to make your life easy and put the whole rod in. Maybe you got to buy two packages of this thing, right? Buy one package, open it up. Don't open the other one up, because if I'm wrong and it doesn't work, then you can return it. But put it in that garage door, like, figure out how long. Okay, this is how much I need, right? And I'm going to shove it in carefully because it's flexible, And you're going to feed it, you're going to feed it, and when you get to where the gap is, go another six inches, and then close the door and see what happens. Okay. And if it fills the gap, we're golden, do it on the other side, and you and, what's the name of the the friend that you're in the pool with that you solve all the problems? Oh, Marge? Yeah. Yeah, you can talk to her about how you did all this. You'll never believe what I did on my garage door. It's amazing. I know. And I did it myself. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, we struggled putting another whole piece in the whole rubber. Oh, it's super tricky. Was, uh, it's super tricky. But you and your daughter can do this. Yeah. And it's just like sliding in. It's a it's a big, it, well, it's a, it's a one-inch pool noodle. And it's long. And it's long enough to slide in there. And mm-hmm. you just carefully feed it in there. Close the door. Fill the thing with gray-colored caulk. We're done. Okay. And it's, it's flexible then. Correct. It's called it's pretty flexible. It's called styrofoam backer rod, and it's in the insulation section at your hardware store or home center. Okay. And yeah, okay. All right. I got it all written down. <laughs> you got okay. your you you got your job you got your job for the weekend. Oh yeah, and I'm excited. <laughs> it's really you get a lot of cold air in with those gaps. Good luck, Nance. You'd I appreciate you calling. Yeah. Thanks, Lou. Nice chatting with you. Yeah, have a nice day. Eight five seven five five seven four Lou. That's also our just text me line. Uh, so if you have some questions and you'd like to text into eight five seven five five seven four five six eight, we will answer uh, those text messages uh, coming up after. This report of WGN Radio News with Don Kleppen. Time for Just Text Me. How do you do this? Maybe it's your fingernails. It's easy, look. It's that easy. And sent. Now back to your host, Lou Manfredini and House Smarts Radio. It's so funny how we don't talk. Our Just Text Me segment is sponsored by uh, Center Guard Plumbing, where you're just a text away from install today. You know, Lindsay, I know that we're working on a um on a rejoin you know for our friends at center guard plumbing like a custom rejoin but i i have a suggestion have you ever heard the story about the plumber and the parrot 
No. Yeah. Well, this is from uh, the Gospel Harmony Channel. Hmm. Yeah, Van and Glenn had bought a parrot. And, uh, you know, the parrot repeats whatever you say. Well, they taught it to say, who is it? Yeah. And that's all a parrot could say was, who is it? Well, Van had to go to the beauty parlor, but the plumber was coming. And Glenn thought, trying to make a sandwich, no bread, he thought, I'll run down the store right fast before the plumber gets here. Well, as soon as he went around the corner, the plumber pulled in. Walked, knocked on the door. Parrot said, who is it? <laughs> he said, it's a plumber. Parrot said, who is it? He said, it's the plumber. Parrot said, who is it? He said, it's the plumber, it's the plumber. And he was getting red in the face and blood pressure dropped up and jumped up and Parrot said, who is it? He just fainted right there at the door, plumbered it. Well, Glenn come around about, walked up on the porch and saw the guy laying there and Ben said, who is it? And the plumber said, Parrot said, it's a plumber. <laughs> Can we do that? Can we do that? <laughs> it's the plumber. 857-5574-LU is our phone number. Our Just Text Me segment is sponsored by a bunch of plumbers at Center Guard Plumbing. Uh, hopefully they don't faint at the door. Uh, where you're just a text away from install today. What do you got for me? All right. Um, let's see. The first one is cicadas are coming. Oops. Can we put anything in the grass to get rid of them? Oh, come on. They just live for I one day. Love a good cicada. It is my favorite sound of summer. I know they're coming full force this summer, but everybody is. I mean, like, like, like yeah. two swarms evidently are coming of cicadas. <clears throat> um, well, I think I'm not 100% sure, but I think the 24 hour grub, like, I think it's Ortho, makes a multi insect uh, 24 hour spread that goes on the grass and that would probably do it but it'd be so sad they just live for one day they they've spent like 17 years under the ground yes and now they don't even get to come up so (laughs) it's up to you you make your own decision skater killer Um, (laughs) (laughs) depriving them they don't buy they don't bother me i don't know why they don't bother me Yeah, I kind of like the sound, but I know other people are grossed out by them. So I love it. You do what you want. Mm. Ortho. I remember our dog got real. Luca, remember Luca? She got real big on cicadas one summer. Oh, Ooh. really? Oh like, my! She can like a smorgasbord. Five pounds. Yes. Wow. <laughs> They're very high in fiber. Very yes. She, yeah. That's why she ate them. Right. All right, Lou. We're having a debate. We have a walk-in shower with a glass door and. I want the door left open after use to let the shower dry. He says the door is too heavy to leave open and is afraid it will compromise it. What's your opinion? Well, if it's a swinging door, the hinges should hold the door no matter where it is. I mean, I do. if it's a swinging door, I do get that there's probably a piece of weather stripping that goes along the threshold of the door, but that really isn't supporting any weight. 
the letting it dry and getting more air in is probably not a bad idea. So I'm I'm with the person that wants to leave it open. It's fine. Not going to compromise the door. All right. Uh, Lou, I have a wall-sized chalkboard in my classroom that I need to paint and use to hang posters or small poster board projects. How can I accomplish this? Wait, I have a what? A what is it? wall-size chalkboard. A wall-size so, like, chalkboard. She's a teacher in the classroom, and it's a full But she wall. wants to paint, paint the chalkboard. It. Yes. Okay. And then hang stuff on it. Right. Okay. So I would wipe down the chalkboard with uh, like spick and span and a sponge. And then I would buy, I think you can buy it in a quart, a bonding primer called Styx, S-T-I-X. And paint, prime it, and it should stick no problem to the chalkboard once it's clean. And then from there, you paint over that bonding primer in the color that you want. And then you'll be able to use like command strips or something like that if you wanted to hang stuff or tape or whatever it might be. Um, and you know, and if you wanted to, um, if you wanted to use it like a wall, a whiteboard, there is whiteboard paint that you could paint over the bonding primer and then you'd have a whiteboard that you could use markers on and then wipe them away. So that's an option too. But the key is the bonding primer first. All right, that's our Just Text Me segment sponsored by Center Guard Plumbing, where you're just a text away from install today. It's the plumber. Who is it? 857-557-4LU. 857-557-4568. Now, is line one Nancy or Lois? Is this Nancy or Lois this morning? Lois. It's Lois. Hi, Lois. You're on Housemarts Radio. Good morning. Good morning. Um, I live in a 1953 Keck and Keck, so it's passive solar flat roof. It's very quirky. It has radiant heat in um, many of the ceilings. All of a sudden, after all these years, the you can see the outline of the tubing um, on the ceilings. So it looks like I you, you could literally see the copper. I assume it's copper piping. Um, embedded in plaster on the ceilings. Is there anything that could be done about it? My heating man doesn't know. Well, I mean, I think that what has, you know, the... So it's a, it's a radiant, it's a hot water radiant heat in the ceiling. Yes. Okay. Because um, <clears throat> there are some that are electric. Um, over the years, since the 50s, that constant yes. expansion and contraction of the um, plaster has just caused those pipes to settle and or the plaster to shrink, which is why you're literally seeing the ribs, right? So the only way to eliminate that is to have a, a painter or a, a finishing contractor, like a drywall finishing contractor, to skim coat the ceiling to make it even once again. And so they would come and rough up that surface a little bit, then apply some joint compound, and then skim coat to re-level and then sand, which it'll, you know, it'll end up, because it's such a large area, it'll end up kind of looking like plaster when it's all said and done. You know, I mean, it'll look good 
if you get the right finishing contractor and um it'll still radiate the heat and it should hold up for many many years to come you'd have to repaint the ceiling as well so is this like a regular painter or a special painter it's a really good painter so um you i mean you don't want to you don't this isn't anything you want to leave how many rooms are we talking about uh i have four bedrooms and um um, years ago, one of the ceilings got very bad, like there was a leak in the flat roof, um, and that had to be replaced. Mm-hmm. But this is not a leak in the flat roof, of which I've had quite a few, by the way. Right. Um, can you recommend any particular good painters? I can. Let me, let me, I'm going to do this. Let me put you on hold because I want to see, I, I, I want to. I want to double check if this is something that they might be interested in doing because, uh, it, like I said, it's a, uh, it is a um, specialty kind of uh, thing to do, and you just want to make sure you get the right person. So just hang on a second and let me think about that, and I'll, I'll have Lindsay get you the number. 857-557-4LOU, 857-557-4568 is our phone number. We will take a quick break and be back right after this. You have a way better chance than 50-50 on this, but there's a risk that it breaks or chips or something like that. You're listening to Lou Manfredini. Okay, great. Can't wait to tell my husband to see if he'll want to do it. (laughs) (laughs) He's a good one to keep in your back pocket. Well, Lou says, you know how much trouble I get about that? Well, Lou says, you can say. I have said that, and he said, well, then why don't you call Lou? And good news for you, he's taking your calls live right now. Yeah, right. So tell Lou to get his butt over here and take my countertop off. Right. Now back to Lou, right here on How. Welcome back. Tell me something good. Eight five seven five five seven four Lou. Tell me that you like it. Yeah. This is Kelly in Aurora. Hi Kelly. You're on House Smarts Radio. How can I help you? Thank you so much for taking my call. Of course. I heard you speaking earlier about um, having um, downsized and moved into a home with radiators. Mm -hmm. And it sparked an interest in me because um, I'm 63 and considering downsizing soon. And um, growing up, we always had radiators, and I absolutely loved the heat. And I remember as an adult how disappointed I was to have that, you know, forced air where it's just got that cool breeze, you Mm -hmm. know. (laughs) It's totally different Mm -hmm. type of heating system. but. Um, yeah, but then um, in 2011, I moved. I, I rented my home and I moved back to Cicero. My dad's three fat brick building, uh, uh, radiators again. So excited about it! Uh, I stayed there for uh, almost two years, uh, helping take care of him while he was ill before I moved back to Aurora. Anyway, um, just in the two-bedroom apartment, the um, the fuel costs were so much greater than uh, what. Uh, I spent to heat my home in Aurora. And I'm just wondering, is that because the boiler has to boil the water before it throws it through the pipes and everything? Is it is it typically more expensive to have radiator heat than forced air in terms of the cost of gas? Um, gas? So traditionally, so a couple things. Now, you said you moved okay. back to your dad's, was it a three-flat? A three-flat brick building uh-huh, in Cicero in a three three separate boilers in the basement. They were all new. Right. A two-bedroom apartment on the second floor. Right. Um, <clears throat> so a boiler 
an older boiler typically has a lot a lot more BTUs, you know, the when it's burning than a traditional furnace. So a hot, you know, a forced air furnace nowadays, you know, it's rare that it's 100,000 BTUs. You know, it's probably more like 80,000. A lot of times I get, you know, people are like, oh, I used to have this 120,000 BTU furnace, and now the guy says all I need is 80,000 because they're just way more efficient. Now, brand new boilers are as efficient as well. But the difference, so traditionally radiator heat is more efficient because the boiler heats up the water, doesn't boil it, but it heats it pretty hot. And then it circulates through the radiators. And then when the um, when the uh, thermostat senses that it's gotten to the temperature, whatever, 70 degrees, then the boiler shuts off. Same with a ra- same with a forced air system, right? I got the 70 degrees, I shut it off. Now, the difference is when your forced air furnace shuts off, there's no more heat coming out, right? It's off. Right. A radiator, that radiator is hot. And so the natural convection that occurs with the radiator continues to happen because it's still warm, okay? But the boiler's not running. The pump's not running. The flame's not running. And so I think a a function of your three-flat that you were in was probably due to age of building the, you know, the... uh, the windows maybe leaked air. I'm just making this up. There wasn't enough insulation. Yeah. You know, all these other factors go into it. I think that if I put two like homes next to each other and I did one enforced air, you know, maybe not a high, maybe even a high efficiency unit. But if I put comparable units and one was a radiator and one was a forced air, you would pay less to heat the home with a boiler and a radiator heat. And then the other uh, part of it is boilers tend to last a very long time. You know, within the industry of forced air, they'll say, hey, you know, you get the 15 years on a forced air unit. It's probably time to um, replace it. And um, it's not uncommon for people to say, I've had my boiler for 40 years. Yeah, and, and it's still efficient after 40 years. What's that? Not necessarily. Um, since, it's, since it's an older boiler, it would never be as efficient as a new one. What I'm getting at with that is if I, if I uh, relocate to a place that has radiator heat, perhaps I can just put in a brand-new boiler, and then that will be uh, you know just as cost-effective as if I had put in a new furnace in a, 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 new, a different home. Well, I mean, if you if you currently, you know, if, if the home you were to move into had radiators already, along right. along with yes. um, along with uh, putting in a new boiler, it's something that you would talk to the contractor about to make sure that the system itself is set up uh, properly. Meaning, are the radiators uh, level and plumb? Are the you know the um, bleeder valves uh, working properly? Are the on-off valves? You know there might be more that you could do to really make sure that the system is efficient. But you know those radiators in a sealed system they literally last forever. There's nothing you have to do about it. And um, it, it it it's a personal thing. I love the radiator heat. You do have to worry about adding humidity. That's something that's important. And then air conditioning it is a separate system. So, I mean, that's something to consider 
when you talk about the cost because with forced air, of course, you get the benefit of, you know, heating and cooling in one unit, which, yes. you know, is right. is very attractive for most people. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'll tell you what, I'm 60, I'll be 64 this month, and I'm, you know, looking to enjoy the nice warmth of the radiator heat. I, I truly do love it. And I was just a little bit shy because, like I said, back in 2011, I, uh, I experienced high heating bills. And, I, and my thought process was, well, even though what you say about the radiant heat staying warmer, um, it still has to boil the water down there in the basement once it turns back on to get it steam going, blah, blah, blah. I don't know anything about it, but we explain it makes perfect sense. And um, I'm really looking forward to get back into that situation. And I'll tell you what we used to do back in the day, and I know it's different now, but you just put a pan of water on top of the radiator for the humidity part. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I mentioned yeah. the fact that the first home that my wife and I moved into uh, had radiator heat. Uh, I replaced uh, the boiler. That's uh, a funny. That's a whole funny story. Uh, the late Mike Connolly, who was a master plumber and the father of a dear friend of mine, helped me to do it all. And uh, but um, they used to make, and they they probably still have them. They're like a metal tin that had the shape of the fins of the radiator, and it had these yeah. little metal hooks, and you'd fill that with water, and you'd just hang it on the back of the radiator. And that would add mm -hmm. humidity. But you can also put a whole house humidifier and um, that's a separate unit that is its own fan force system. April Air makes it. And they have a, a, a venting pipe that then you would, uh, depending on the house you lived in, you'd cut a hole on the bottom of the radiator. Uh, excuse me, the bottom of the floor under the radiator. And this thing dumps the humidity under the one radiator or multiple radiators. Wow. And then the, sure. the, 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 the water, the moisture rises up as the heat rises, yeah. and it works. It's very effective. Interesting. Never heard of that before. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's, it's taking newer technology and blending it with the older technology to kind of get the best yeah. of both worlds. And uh, it's great. Sure. I love it. And, you know, there's still a lot of homes. Uh, I've got friends of mine who I'm, I'm traveling with this weekend who live in Colorado, uh, they have a home in the mountains, and that home is completely heated with uh, hot water heat. It's all radiant heat in the floor, and it's just a really efficient way to heat a home. Good luck with that project, Kelly. I appreciate you calling. Hey, that's our last call, sponsored by Mitsubishi Electric. When heating and cooling your home, Mitsubishi Electric is the last call you need to make. The news is next from the Northwestern Medicine Newsroom. Don't go away. We'll be right back. Thank you so much for listening to House Smarts Radio. I so appreciate it. Lindsay, thank you for producing. Always nice to be with Don Kleppen and Andy Mazur and Bob Ferguson for pushing all the buttons. I hope you all have a wonderful weekend. We'll be back next week with more House Smarts Radio, everybody.